this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of the Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. It is Christmas Eve and a very special episode of the Sean Yankee Show. This is the climax of our week of gifts to you viewers. We've been hitting it out of the park with shows every night this week. And one of our best series falls on, the best series falls on tonight. And that's saying a lot because our other series, Paranormal Triple P, is amazing. This, it takes us all the way back to our roots, the very beginning of any type of show by me. The first little show I played around with, me and Babels did. And it was also called The Sean Yankee Show. So we've kind of come a long way since that very beginning. In this series, let's just get back to that. Plus, I think that we have great conversations, me and Babels. And it's nice to share that with you guys. And also, she puts a lot of research into this prepping segment. But since it is a holiday episode of Prepping with Babels, it's going to have a little bit different of a focus, more on some more important issues and things that we also need to focus on and if things were to get bad or even if they don't. So we're going to also be having fun because it's a Christmas episode. So we got to have fun with Babels. So we're going to be hanging out and, and talking with Babels, just having a good time. And that's what we're going to be doing tonight and prepping with Babels. And we're going to start that in just a minute. But I want to make sure that you guys have a chance to settle in a little bit and share this out. Get it out everywhere. And if you're here on Facebook, they try to scare you and ask you if you really want to st- share it. Uh, go ahead and hit smash share anyway and then share it five more times than you already were going to because they're bullies. And get this out everywhere. This is a good series. And, you know, some of the things that she wants to talk about tonight, I don't want to ruin it. But it's not really traditional type prepping things, but I think it's important. You know, and I'll bring up more why when she gets into it, but I think it's going to be a really good, 
little segment for Christmas Eve, a good prepping with fables, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So make sure you get this out everywhere and like the show. Remember to hit like. Don't forget, you'll get distracted. You forget to do it. And let me know what you think, anything that you think about what fables is going to talk to us about tonight, about prepping, about Christmas, family, whatever you want to talk about. I love hearing from you guys. So let me know whatever you want to say. And yes, hello to our YouTube ambassador, Gabe. We're back on YouTube. Uh, we're going to stay there for a while because he likes to be able to watch the show on the big TV in the living room. So Gabe's holding down YouTube for us. And uh, hopefully everything will be good with that because he's good at running things. So that should be fine. And we'll be okay there this time. And if not, we'll make him a new channel. So Babels is talking to me. So hello, hello. She's here. Babels is here. She has arrived. And we're just about ready. So we're going to start this very special episode of Prepping with Babels in just a moment. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I was supposed to tell y'all. And I can't. So I think we're ready. If y'all are ready, I think it's time to begin our segment. Hey, how's it going? Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas Eve, whichever one it is. Well, Happy some holiday. places it's already Christmas, but Feliz Navidad, whatever you yeah, want. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, what's Feliz Navidad even mean? I want to wish you Merry Christmas. Is that what it means? Yeah. What language is it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I we find out. Probably find out. <laughs> now I know how to say it. Now I know I gotta know what language I'm speaking in. Yeah. But uh, I was telling everybody we're going to be talking about some different things tonight on the prepping segment. Yes, we are. That's going to be cool. I think it has a lot to do with uh, it ain't just prepping for like the apocalypse. It's like prepping for yourself, you know, self-love. Well, yeah, you, know? you, you don't want to just live on the run like and survive. You, you have learn to be to, human. Know, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about some prepping gifts. You know, that's what we're going to do is talk about prepping gifts to give people. It's easy little gifts to give. And then we're going to get into a little more emotional, I guess. More like, you know, more down to earth, you know, things to talk about during Christmas time. Awesome. That is going to be cool. All right. So that's what we're going to get into in the prepping segment tonight. And we'll probably do that up front, right? And just talk about all that. And then I thought we could hang out a while. Like we used to yeah. on that very first show. That'd be oh my fun. gosh, that was so nostalgia. I know, I caught you watching it the other day. Brought tears in my eye. I thought so. I didn't want to say it. I brought it up on the show that you were in there watching it, but I didn't want to say So I thought it looked like you that were was crying. a long time ago. Which that one was were like you 11 watching? years ago. I know. I was watching one. Oh, the very first one? I know you watched yes, that one, but I, I saw watching you watching a different one. One, two, three. Oh, I don't know you how started many at I one. Mm -hmm. Right on. I don't watch. I haven't watched him in forever. You know, I was going to make a little thing for tonight, but I didn't have time. I got home a little later than I wanted to. And I was going to make a little presentation yeah. where I cut up some of those and made a slideshow for you. But My goodness, how much it. you've changed in those pictures. I know. Oh, my I, God. It's drastic. I look a lot different. 
I lost a lot of weight too. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe I'll get Most fattened up with this big dinner holiday. I wish you would. That's what I like about Christmas. I like them thick and juicies, baby. I know. I know I'm not her <laughs> type anymore, really. I'm getting too thin. She's going to find a fat guy and start cheating on me. Yeah. But it's like on a Madagascar song. I wear a fat suit. I had a comedy club owner tell me I was too thin, even when I was bigger, to tell fat jokes. And he's like, maybe you could get a fat suit or a fake stomach. I'll get one of those for you. Yeah. Would that be sexy? You could rub on my fake stomach. No. <laughs> no, that's not sexy. No, I want to we'll rub get a real feel. Deal. We'll get it from the same place they make those real dolls. No. Why? Yuck. I want to be fat for you, but I'm not. I'm losing <laughs> weight. Like, this is a regular XL shirt. I usually wear 2X. I know. I told you stop doing that. Mm -hmm. I went down four pant sizes, too. I tell you what, I was looking for shirts today, and I'm pretty sure you could wear this shirt. I didn't get it because you would have fussed. It was a large, but it was a big large, and it was a sweatshirt that had a, a something on the front of it. I'm not even going to tell you what it was, but I thought it was cute. Joan likes my t-shirt. Babels and me picked this out together. It's my Christmas shirt. We did. I'm going to show you. Hold on. See, wait. Let me take that down. It's the Winter Talent Show from Mean Girls. That's Christmassy, right? That's nice. Stylish. <laughs> it's white, though. I usually don't buy white. I almost, what was the other one? What was the other one we were picking between? I don't remember. Yeah, it has something to do with National uh, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I think. Yeah, but you already got that, so we, so we was like, on that. It was hard to put that back, though. I you love Clark, you know? And it was a beaut. It was a beaut. But I went I with this one because Babels liked it. It was funnier. Yeah. It's a good one. Absolutely. It is was, funny. I'll have to be careful, though, so I don't get it dirty. My fancy Christmas shirt. I have a it surprise for you later, too. Oh, my. When your segment's over, when we get to fun time, I have a surprise mm -hmm. for you. Oh, my goodness. Is that mm -hmm. R-rated? X-rated? Well, that's later. 13? There's that. There's multiple surprises. <laughs> I, I have a whole plan. I'm serious. I do. Like, look. At work, because I don't have cell service at work now. So what I'll do, I start doing this. It's fucking hilarious. You're going to love this. So, like, I don't have a phone at work, but they're always texting at work. In fact, there's a picture I want to show you later when we're having fun. You're not going to fucking believe me. But, look, I make me a little book. It's a notebook. I made it out of a piece of cardboard. And it's got pages and everything. And I have a plan. So don't think <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, when they're texting, I pull out my notebook and just start writing in it. Like, yeah. Fuck all y'all. I'm gonna plan tonight's show. We were dead as hell. We're open. Well, I told I you get down. a card. A phone card. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that would be good because then I could text you on my break. Mm -hmm. You know what I've been doing on my break though? What? Just driving around. I don't even know why you don't go to McDonald's and get cell service. Uh, well, I could have done that, I guess. But I think we need to start your segment because I want to get to your surprise. Oh. So what was the first thing you wanted to start us off with? So we're going to be talking more me. about humanity, like re retaining your humanity, basically. No, the first thing we're going to talk about is just prepping Christmas gifts. How did I get so confused by what you said then? Okay, so I told Christmas you that's gifts. what we're going to talk about first. So you, what do you mean by prepping Christmas gifts? Like easy, but you can give Christmas somebody gifts as gifts if you were out in the shit. Yeah, you're I, out I'm in trying the to shit. understand. If Are you're these out just in the basic? Shit, 
these are gifts that you can get somebody for those original preppers. So Philip could you give know, one of these things to Sasquatch. Huh? I was being funny. Philip could give one of these things to Sasquatch. He could make this out in the wild or exactly. whatever. With basic no, things. It's things you can Am buy somebody now? for the preppers. Oh, okay, cool. You're not Four following preppers. very well. I'm awful at this. Let's yes. just let you start. Four preppers. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I wish you would. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> These are ideas for the preppers. You guys got friends that you know they're preppers for the Christmas gifts. You know, um, oh, a good one is a water filtration system. Water filtration? That one's a good one. Gotta Aren't have those that. expensive, though? The really good ones? Water. No, Other good, no, cheap no. ones? You can make your own, too. Really? I mean, you still got you still got to boil your water after you filter it if you're out in the shit. But you know, this is filtering all the, all the yuck out. You know, and then you need a fire starter rod. You know, you gotta have some kind of stuff to start your fires. You know, if you ain't very smart on you know using a flint stick, you know, or anything like that. Right. Um, emergency food rations is another thing you can get your little prepper friends. Flashlight, that's easy. It's pretty Rations. cheap. Luke sells those. You're talking about that ready-to-eat stuff? Yeah. Like the military-type food and stuff like that? Yeah. But his is like in buckets. Yeah, but you can buy these in a big old bucket now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and his a two is and like half that. Bucket. And they yeah, keep for yeah. years and, and all that. He sells them. Oh, yeah. They stay forever. Um, a crank radio. That is really good. That is a very awesome gift to give somebody for as a prepper. And especially if it has a phone charger jack to it. But I don't know why we need phone charger jacks. Jesus Christ, we're not going to handle damn phone service. But, you know, still, hand crank radio. Right. That's pretty good. Um, a hatchet. Josh wanted a hatchet. I should have got him one for Christmas. There you are. What, did I go what away? What you? Am I going somewhere? Yeah. What happened? It was through that little circle. Oh, I don't know. Black don't worry was, about that because it continues forward. Something's going on. Yeah, I was still talking, so it's okay. Yeah, it's weird. Um, first aid kit, that's a good one. Pretty cheap. Survival handbook, that is a good thing. Or, you know, plants, wild plants, you know, that's edible. That's a good book to get. Um, waterproof map or atlas. Awesome gifts to give. Um, Multi-tools. You know, it's got a little bit of everything on it. You got your knife, your your pliers, tweezers, your scissors. Even I like multi tools, and I don't know how to fix anything. That's true. They're cool, but mine become like weed devices. Like I just. No, but a broken clock is right once in a while. They're useful. <laughs> My grandpa got me one once, and it was a whole kit, like in case you got trapped in your car to like escape. It had something to break the window, to cut the seat belt, all this stuff mm -hmm. on it. It was like a little tool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought that Those was things cool. are good to have, but... I lost it, but if I'd have got trapped in my car, I would have got out, thanks to Grandpa. Yeah, but you wouldn't For a little while, until I lost it. it. Yeah, till I lost yeah, it. You're just burning it, then. Then I'd be in the car trapped, like, I'm sorry, Grandpa, I failed. Trapped you. while it's burning yeah. or something, and just right. thinking, well, shit, I should have just kept a hold of that damn tool, left See, it in tried, my damn glove box. He tried to prepare me, but that would have been a good gift, right? Something like that. Yeah, awesome, but we're not, gonna be, we're not going to be in a freaking car well i was just trying to give a prepper shit, a gift. You know? i'm trying to understand the giving to preppers mm. i'm giving a gift to a prepper right he wouldn't like that 
Right. We're not going to have cars if we're really in the shit shit. <laughs> shit. That's funny. Yeah, we might, but, you know, pretty much suit belts are going to be cut already. Um, right. Tactical backpack. Those are a little expensive, but, you know, if you really want to give somebody that, that's one of those gifts I give myself. You know, those things can be quite expensive. I haven't found one that's cheap. That's even worth a damn. But the good ones, you know, are waterproof and you got a lot of pockets and can hold a lot of shit. You know, that's a good one to get. You know, then you got one of those little pop tents. They're yeah. easy. They're cheap. That's something. Sleeping bag, blankets. That's a good thing. You know, everybody can get a blanket. But those U.S. military compasses, that's good. That is good. And then those parkour bracelets. You ever seen one? Gabe's got one of those. Those parkour parkour uh, bracelets. Yeah, I have one. That yeah. has the compass on it and it's the in whistle. my desk drawer somewhere. Yeah. yeah, you can pull it apart, it. right, and make a rope. Or it's a rope, not make a rope. It is a rope. Right, right. And it's got the emergency knife and emergency whistle on it and fire scraper and all that. Yeah, Gabe's got one of those. That's where that bright light comes from. Those things are damn bright. Jimmy Christmas. And then night vision goggles, if you want to get expensive, you know, for maybe your fella or your lady. Night vision goggles. Now we're talking like Paul's price range. <laughs> I love teasing him that he's rich. He's not rich, guys. I just think it's funny. So mean to Paul. It's just an inside joke. A headlamp? Eddie Van Top. That's good. A what? Yeah. A headlamp. Oh, those headlamps you wear on your head. Yeah, it's just a head flashlight. So when you look at something, it's bright. Yeah. That's and then thermal socks, you got to keep your feet cold or keep heat warm. Everyone forgets and, uh, about that. That's a good one to have. That's a good one. Shh. What? I was telling Marvin to shush. Oh, Come I thought you here. were shushing me. Getting ready to run his gums. I didn't know who you were shushing. But, you know, a little bit of everything, you know. Some waterproof ponchos or anything like that. Anything small, little things, little stuffing stocking, stuffing stockers, whatever. Stocking stuffers. Jesus, I got a tongue twister there for a second. Yeah. You know, that's just a couple ideas right there. I don't hear you no more. Nope. Nope. Oh, I know why. Because I muted my mic because I was going to type. I didn't want you to hear me typing. Oh, see, that's bullshit. Dumpster fire. It happens. Gosh, I wish I'm you okay with it at this point. I'm used to them now. Get your shit together, babe. Well, I try having my shit together once, but it's really hard to do. It's ridiculous. It's super hard. Joan now, says rechargeable have... flashlights would be good. They make rechargeable flashlights. They don't have a battery. What if you ain't got electricity? What if you ain't got no no uh, tables? We're not all the way in the shit all the time. I'm talking about what if we are always in the well, shit? What if we're not in the shit? Hey, but they got kind of in the shit. Like one hey. foot's in the shit. The other foot's like got, got a bathroom and stuff. Flashlights though. Those I hope we don't get shit. I like having a bathroom. They have hand crank flashlights. Them are pretty fucking awesome. They're bright as hell, too. What is a hand crank flashlight? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. So you crank it up and it You crank shines? it, yeah. Is it bright? Yes. How long does it shine? I don't know. For a little while. Where can I get a hand crank flashlight? Walmart. Just like no. you get a hand crank radio at Walmart. Walmart doesn't sell hand crank. China don't make You want to bet it? You want to bet it? No. It's in the hunting section I along never with the hand cranking radios. I don't doubt you. You're always right. I know. I just can't believe that Walmart sells a hand crank flashlight and I've never seen it. 
you don't look at a very much stuff. I've been to Walmart a bunch of times. It's in the hunting section, so I don't. Oh, I don't go in that section at all. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's camouflaged. I can't find it. <laughs> you don't even go anywhere near it. I have nothing that interests me in that aisle. I know of the outdoors. I like there. looking at it, but I don't go out there. You don't like kayaks or anything like that? I Canoe? like looking at videos of people kayaking. It looks fun. <laughs> it looks fun, but it also looks like a lot of work. Like it looks like I have to drag the boat out pictures. there. What? He lives the in pictures, pictures and on the internet. That's They'll where he show goes. you everything you need to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's fantastic videos. Until you get in the shit, one. you ain't got none of that. Hey, well, maybe we don't end up all the way in the shit. I hope we do. <laughs> you do hope we do. <laughs> I do. You want to really be do. in the shit. I do. You're tired of this, and you just won't admit it. I'm sick of life, it. Yeah, life's bullshit. I told you you agreed with life me. Life ain't bullshit. Life is fucking awesome. That, you don't understand what I mean when I say that. This bullshit life that they got us living as hmm. dead slaves. That okay shit is shit. One. Not life. The shit they make you do. Well, honestly, they don't make me do anything. You're right. You just punch them in the throat. No. If you want food, you're gonna have to work. You go for to it. work though, like you love your job. You go I there. If you, you go there if you weren't being paid. Yep. Really? You'd go. Yep. Do that if you were just for free. I work for free, but well, she awesome, do it in cool. trade. She do it in trade for groceries. I ain't gotta pay for no money. Trade That's would be good. I, I wish we could go back to something like that, like a barter system. I could do that. You know, oh, she oh, just yeah. how much I made, and then she just trades it out in food or whatever. She's cool like that. No, you don't, Joan. Alarm clock that runs on water. What is this? Under or Crank flashlights, water alarm clocks. She I says heard it of runs on water. This is wizard. Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking know. about. No, I've never heard of that. It's like Tesla level technology. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really it sounds cool though like why do we get away from water alarm clocks what's wrong with a water alarm clock i would love that is it loud does it wake you up perfect then well, if you, what you don't have to plug it in on. now i'm fascinated in a water alarm clock we could have that in the shit we'll what find water to run my alarm clock what if you touch it and electrocute what you? if there's water computers Stop or water it. word processor you're ridiculous what what mm -hmm. if you could power an alarm clock we could do this. <laughs> In this shit, I could have a computer. I'm telling you, we could figure it out. She said they have flashlights, too, that run on water. Well, maybe there's a hand crank word processor. <laughs> Just crank it up, and I get, like, 500 words, and I got to crank it again. What are you going to do with those 500 words? I don't know. Write them. For what? Yeah, I get 500 of them, and then I got to crank what? it. Write words and stories to tell you in the shit. Oh, there you go. Entertain, y'all. You're going to need to be entertained. Didn't you want to talk about retaining your humanity? <laughs> Or did I misunderstand that too? Like family and stuff. I I, I didn't understand what you said. Oh my God. Connor says I even talking to you. Connor says she has it a computer. Was the kitchen. What? So Connor. Connor says, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me find That's it. That's hilarious. Fire and anger. <laughs> yeah. That's like I'd be running all the time. Mm -hmm. Mine would be running hot. Yours would. They wouldn't mm -hmm. even be running they need out. A bigger cooling fan. Would never run out of any of it. Mm-mm. Dude, Lolly's right. Cats will still be knocking shit over in the shit. That's all they do. Fucking cats. You got a table. The cat's going to knock something off of it. Cats are awesome, though. I'd eat the fucking cat. Why? There wasn't cat, nothing else to eat. There's not much meat on a cat. Well, hey, it'd make a stew. 
be a waste of time. It takes longer to make skin stew. it. Make Kung Pao stew. with it. You can find some better mixed stew with Kung Pao chicken. That's a cool <laughs> Kung Pao chicken. Joan says you just fill it with water and let you know when it needs to be refilled. You wouldn't know it was a regular clock. It wasn't a regular clock. So it works just like a regular clock, but you fill it with water. Well, holy smokes. I learned something new today. I got a wrinkle in my brain. I learned two things. Crank, flashlight, and water alarm clock. Well, that's nothing new for you. You learned something if new If I'm a prepper and I open either of those presents, I'm fucking thrilled. Or a cool hatchet. Yes. Yeah. See? Yeah. Now we're talking. And you know, if you're rich. You can play like, games with it. Maybe a top fan, some night vision goggles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I only tease that because he has like 37 jobs. And if you have 37 jobs, you ought to be rich. You know what I mean? You ought to be. If he's not, something's wrong. I can't say anything because I had two jobs. You know, I, I was know. always at work. So I know. I, I, I know. That's why it's a joke. I get it. Everything's fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. you know, my paycheck's almost all the way gone. I just got the fucking thing. Now, you know, it took me a whole week to get that. Yeah. And like it, hours to spend it is ridiculous. I'm so tired of it. I want to be in the shit. I just want to figure out how we get some electricity out there. Because mm. everything I like runs on that. We can convert it into water. Water can make electricity. That's what I'm water learning flow. here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Water flow. The guy that built my computer could probably make it water powered. I don't need to have a computer. I need one. Okay. I got to look at my pictures. Well, I don't want to go kayaking. Y'all are going to go kayaking and take pictures, and I'll download them on my computer, and I'll make a slideshow, and we'll all sit around the campfire and watch it. <laughs> you guys are going to love my presentations around the campfire, I bet. by the way. I bet. It's like I'm telling you, you're going to want to be entertained. Mm -hmm. And I still think that, look, if we ended up in the shit, I keep thinking of like Walking Dead, for an example. They're always trying to hold on to their humanity. Remember when they first got a shower and shit like that? Oh my gosh. You, you, you become animalistic. Like you want to hold on to your like, you know, values and things like that. Like, you know, you, you think it too. Cause the other day I was playing around and making up some fake scenario and you're like, the kids are there. Well, if the kids are there, then we got to have some semblance of family. Right. So I misunderstood you earlier when you said gifts for prepping. Like I, I always take it as you're in the shit because you're always in the shits. And I was like, okay, we're out in the wilderness and stuff. That's why it's I said Philip could give one of these to Sasquatch. He can't give Sasquatch <laughs> night, night vision goggles. I misunderstood you. Why not? Where's Philip going to get That's night vision goggles in the shit to give to Sasquatch? Yeah. I no, thought you were talking about like things you would make out of twigs no, and shit. No, that's not leaves. what I said. I know it isn't. I misunderstood you and I do it all the time. Okay. It's all right. I, I get things wrong. We understand. Yeah, everybody does. They're used to me. So are you. Yes. Yeah. Everybody gets it. So you want me to finish doing this? You want me to open up my present? No, no, no. No, it's not time yet. Wow, okay. We're still prepping. Okay. Are we done? No, no. I still got my, my stuff. That yeah, I've it looked like you had a lot more notes. Than my that. emotional part of this. Yeah. You know, it is Christmas. Yeah, I knew that you said something about emotions. All right. Why do you tell me I'm wrong when I'm not? Well, you get things messed up. I might have got it a little wrong, but we'll yeah. find out how wrong I was here in a second. <laughs> Tonight we're going to be talking about family and friends. In our lives, we always uh, found some friends who become family and some family members that become friends. 
In some rare occasions, there are broken families, and those friends you have are your family. You know, the friends that you do have become your family because, you know, shit came between families. You know how that happens sometimes, um, which has happened in mine. Um, but the first thing I want to talk about is forgiveness. Um, in some people's eyes, um, forgiveness is to rebuild betrayed relationships. But for me, this is not true. That's not what I think. Forgiveness does not mean um, exceeding bad or excusing bad behavior. Um, it does not relieve that person of responsibilities for their actions. I think forgiveness means foregoing the impulse to punish or resent or carry a grudge. I know um, in some religions or spiritual beliefs, um, demand forgiveness. It will, it will be in your psychological advantage to consider it carefully, since any violation of a deep personal value brings guilt, shame, and anxiety. Um, you know, in my beliefs, you know, um, forgiveness is more or less going through your own shit more or less it's not wanting to forgive somebody so they can come back into your life it's for your own well-being i think um i mean don't get me wrong i believe in psychological reality of you know soul uh what does that say i can't read my writing well what did you mean to say that's what i do because i can never read my writing I write notes and then I can't read them. I do that all the time. You know what you meant, though. Yeah. In my eyes, it's a betrayer. It is the betrayer who needs to uh, cleanse his soul. Yeah, soul cleansing. Sorry, I forgot my L. I was like, what the hell is that word? Um, the betrayer needs to heal, grow, learn, and develop more valuable defenses. The other primary function of forgiveness in a relationship is detachment. In this psychological sense, most relative and intimate relationships, detachment from one emotional bond occurs at the point where you become able to think about your lover without significant positive or negative emotions. In other words, you're over it, you know, at that point. Intimate relationships typically break up with at least one of the partners feeling dumped or wronged, if not betrayed. Detachment under these circumstances comes at the end of a very long period of resentment. Over time, resentment turns into contempt, and contempt eventually turns into a final pre-detachment, emotional of disgust. The secret of forgiveness, regardless of whether you want to use it as a method of detachment or as a way to fortify your relationship is not the focus on the offensive behavior but freeing yourself of the emotional pain you experienced as a result of that behavior you know there's a lot of things that people have done to you you know that you just can't forgive you know and if you have that feeling of forgiveness you you just don't want to you want to forgive it but, I mean, you don't want to forget it. I'm one of those people that, you know, I'll forgive you, but I sure as hell ain't going to forget what you did to me. 
you know, that's just, I, that's just me. Unless you're a saint or Mother Teresa trying to forgive while in pain is like trying to put out a fire while someone is pouring gasoline on it. Just can't happen. Because the most severe aspect of emotional pain is the sense of utter powerlessness it causes. Forgiveness has to involve taking back power over your emotional life. If you make forgiveness a goal, it remains elusive, like a carrot on a stick. Just when you think you got it, it's out of your reach. But when you focus on yourself, compassion, and develop your own core values, you have to work on you, people. You have to work on you for this to happen. Forgiveness sneaks up on you. If, if you realize that you've forgiven your betrayer, it will be after fact, after the fact, not before. Forgiveness is an imp, implicit and explicit forms. It's not about condemning bad behavior or letting someone off the hook for it. It's about taking control of your emotional well-being. I mean, we, you want to get real. You know, I've gone or going through something like that. You know, it's just, it's not extreme or anything like that. But we have a problem of communicating sometimes. We talk all the time, me and him talk. But for some reason, we have come out of sync. I don't know how that's happened, but you know, we're working on that. We are trying to get that, you know, fixed, but, uh, we're getting it done. <coughs> Ephesians 4:31-32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger, clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgive one another as God Christ forgave you. And one of the things I'll talk about is compassion. What is compassion to you guys? What do you consider compassion? Um, I consider compassion as being selfless. You know, putting some putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, if you have a homeless person, you know, it's a beggar, or you have some whore on the street, or you know, you have somebody that's in a really tough spot before you judge them, you know, be selfless. Put yourself in their shoes for two seconds to see how you would feel and how people would judge you. Be humble. Free yourself of pride. There's a lot of people that are very prideful. Very, very prideful. You know, and I know someone like that that can be a little prideful. He's on the other side of this mic. <laughs> Get rid of your hatred and start loving your fellow man. A lot of us are like withdrawal from people. I don't know why, but I mean, to me, you know, people are people. They need to have compassion and and understanding regardless of what they're going through, you know. It's like being in a church. In a church, you have your fellow man, you know, that you see every Sunday that you know very well. You want to, you know, act like that with somebody on the street. Say hi. You know, one thing that's awesome that I do, I do it all the time. I'm in the grocery store or just going, you know, going into the grocery store. And I see some woman that's dressed very nice. I tell her, you are looking very nice today. You cannot believe, you know, the 
wonderful look on her face, smile ear to ear. Just a wonderful gesture like that makes you feel good and makes that person feel awesome that day. And they go home bragging about, you know, how somebody said they looked wonderful today or their cologne smelled good, you know. Um, listen carefully. Don't ignore people. And that's rude. Um, I have a very bad problem with that. Um, I am a listener. Um, but I do ignore. I ain't going to say I don't because I do. I'm going to have that mom's ears on. Where you can sit there, like last night, I was watching a Little House on the Prairie on my laptop when I'm watching, laying on the bed. Sean's got this stuff blasting. I'm not even paying attention to what it is. All I'm hearing is Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> you know, I got mom ears. You know, unless somebody, something crashes or somebody screams, you're into that movie. That's mom ears. Um, with other people, you want to feel their pain. We all have our own suffering, you know, that goes back to, you know, junkies or, or hobos or, you know, somebody just having a bad time. Or it might be just a friend, a friend going through a rough time that just maybe just needs an ear, you know, someone to listen to, you know, because that's, that's also another gift, you know, because when uh, somebody had wrote on my Facebook page, you know, gifts that you would give for the season, um, she had wrote you know, someone to listen, you know, how deep is that to say and how basic is that, that this person, you know, that they probably have family. If they don't have family, I hope they have friends, you know, just to say that they want someone to listen to them, to hear what they have to say, you know, to unload their everyday rhetoric, you know, someone to just be there. Um, Feel their joy. Don't judge them. Accept them. Forgive them. You know, apologize to people. You know, protect people from harm from other people. You know, if you see, and I do this, and it it has got me in trouble. I am a protector. Um, one of my friends was getting abused in front of me by her by her boyfriend. And he knows I would have whooped his ass. And he pulled a switchblade out on me. And I did not care. And he backed himself out the front door away from me. And I had nothing in my hands. Because he knows if I got a hold of him, it would have been really, really bad. But uh, be kind. Respect people. Support their dreams. You know, I try to support my baby's dreams all the time. We talk about it every day. You know, he's my best friend. You know, we talk about everything. Um, sometimes it may not seem that I am supporting him because sometimes I do give a blind eye or a deaf ear sometimes. And I know I do that and I'm trying to work on that. That's just something we're working on right now, you know, trying to better ourselves, you know, not just him, also me, um, appreciate them, trust them. You know, I used to have a lot of issues with trust. Had a lot of problem with men, not just men, you know, family. Trust issues was a big thing for me, you know, and right now I don't have that problem. I trust my babes no matter what. I know he'll be there for me and I appreciate him.
You know, sometimes it may not seem that I appreciate him, but I do. I really do. Um, give them hope. You know, bear with them. Love them as yourself. You know, you love people just as well as you want to be loved. And that is the truth. I mean, if you're going to sit there and be shitty to someone, how would you feel if somebody was shitty to you? You don't like it. You know, everywhere you go, you give love no matter where you're at. If someone's hateful, you don't be hateful back. You kill them with kindness. That's the worst thing you Kill them with kindness. Um, Lamentations 322-23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And that is what I have on our discussions of compassion and forgiveness. And, you know, family, friends, doesn't matter who you are. I love all y'all. You know, you come here every day. You support Sean every day without fail. You guys are here. And you stick around the whole time. You know exactly when he's coming on. You know, if you're late, you know, you can always rewatch it. You know, you guys support him and it's great. It really is. You guys are awesome. They are awesome. And I did misunderstand completely what we were going to do tonight. But I did take <laughs> notes while you were talking. And I do no, want to address some of that. No, I was completely wrong. But I want to address what you said. And I just want to take a second real quick and we'll be right back. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. <coughs> I didn't make it back. You never do. Well, I wouldn't have done that, but I really had to go to the bathroom. That was really the only reason why I did it. So I wanted to immediately address what you said. I, I wanted to talk during it, but I didn't. I gave him the mic a couple times. <clears throat> I wanted you to finish what you were doing. I realized you know what you, you were doing. Well, and maybe I didn't realize what you were doing. I could have took you wrong again, but I feel like this is a super good idea if I took it right. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to do my best on my end. Like I took notes while you were talking. 
And uh, I wasn't ready for that. But we have a philosophy at the show, and if it can be destroyed by the truth, it should be. So I wasn't ready, but we'll go ahead. But there was something, though. I didn't realize your segment was over. There was a thing that we were supposed to do at the end of the segment. There's a present for you. Yes. It's out there by your desk. Mm-hmm. Well, I want you to open that. I want to open my card first. This, I wanted to give you this present during the show. Okay, well, I'm going to open my card first. Mm, this thing's stuck in there. Oh, let me see. Open my present. Pretty little silver wrapping paper. Says Merry Christmas on it. Oh my goodness. You guys, I got a pink Prepping with Babels sweatshirt. Oh my goodness. Babels, you're muted again. Are you muted still? No, I muted myself. I did. I, fr- I remember why I did it. I, I almost started crying, so I muted myself because I wanted to give you your present first. They look so much better <laughs> than, than what's on the pictures. Dude, that shirt is awesome. It looks so much better. I'm the proudest of that one than I am of any that I've made. And I doubt I'm going to be able to get through this without crying because I can't even start. Hmm. But, like, no, this was a super good idea, though, because this is where I'm safest. So this is the best place to have this conversation. Anyways, I really wanted you to have that shirt because this means a lot to me that you would do this with me again. I was there from the beginning and I'm still here. I know, but we were having a lot of trouble communicating. Yeah. When you agreed to do it even. But it's right. gotten worse since then, but we talk really good during this. Exactly. I know. And we have been drifting apart, and I'm kind of surprised you brought that up on here. But I am glad you did, because I feel completely safe here. Right. And you said something about me not being humble. And I don't want to lose track. I didn't of say it. humble. I, I no said exactly. pride. I said prideful. Well, maybe I took it wrong. There was something, and you had said on the other side of the mic that I was muted at the time. Sometimes you can be prideful, not in a bad way. Well, what did you mean by that? You know how you always say. You're the goat. You tease all the time. I am the goat. No, it is. It's just a no, I'm the goat. It's not, I'm yeah. not teasing. I'm serious. No, I, I said in my. I'm aspect, serious, though. In my. I aspect, have to I have a stoic a... viewpoint of this because I get no reward yeah. from it. So mm-hmm. for about 150 episodes, I am convinced that this is great and I have to be. Right. I am, I am convinced it's of value and it's important. And I'm also convinced I'm gifted at it. And I'm convinced there's no one better at it than me. Right. And I have to think that way because there's times where last night I was giving a presentation, which to this point has gotten very, very fucking solid. It would be unbelievable to me if I was to stumble upon this show. If someone told me a dude makes this in his bedroom by himself, I would not believe you. The level of presentations that have gone on just this week is unreal that I put that together in about three or four hours each night. I work my ass off on this show and it means the world to me, but I get 40 views during a live and I'm on three platforms 
and it breaks my fucking heart every right. day. I see the same names every day and it started to break my fucking spirit because I know that right. I have this gift and I've wanted to find a way to use it my entire life. And then as far as my pride around this, I have to have that and it has to be unshakable. And it was the same when I did stand up. You can't go out and present art or do what I do at this point. Cause what I do now is just completely bare my soul. What happens each night is basically a stream of consciousness with notes. I just frame it and go. It, 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 that's what happens now. And I'm just completely honest with you. That's why this was also the best place for you to do this. Because right. I don't even lie in here. So this is the safest place for it to happen. And it's also the best place for it to happen. And I think you even feel safer talking. Yeah. That was also the most I hear you, I've heard you talk in forever. I didn't like most of yeah. what you were saying. I took a lot of it wrong, right. but that's kind of why we're misunderstanding each other. Yeah. He takes things wrong quite a well, bit. I but... think that is me being cocky and I'm not cocky. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I'm confident. Right. Um, I know I am well-spoken and good at talking and able to communicate well, and I, I'm not afraid of things. So I'm not afraid to stand up for something or take a stand. And maybe that comes off as I've had people tell me that, but I don't know. I'm confident. And I think that's different. Like, I don't know. To me, cocky is different, but I don't know. You're more hmm. blunt than me too. I'm, very I'm more blunt. descriptive. This is another thing that happens a lot. You know, like, fuck, I gotta go back to my notes. But you were saying you started with the drifting apart thing, which kind of surprised me. I wasn't ready for that. And because um, we just now started talking about that. We've been ignoring right. it for a long time. And we just started addressing it and pointing it out very recently. Right, exactly. Probably about three days ago. Before you that, know, you were very mad at me. I'm very, yeah. You've come to resent me. In some aspects, yes. What? What is it, though? Um, I don't know. It feels like... You can't just be that you think I'm cocky. I mean, most of the time, it, it seems like there's not enough time for me. Because I'm doing too much? I feel, I feel like I'm, I don't know, neglected. Will I, know I ever I'm be able to give my family any kind of life doing working with the skills I have, like in the labor industry or with my gift? What, what kind of life could I provide doing in, in the work industry? Maybe I could get a good job at a factory or something and we could like barely make by, and make ends meet and live paycheck to paycheck for the rest of our lives. But I you feel know, like my gift has more potential. Your gift does have a lot of potential. And I don't know. And I you know, I like have black to from day one. I have what? backed you from day one. That's 11 years. I know. I have backed you. I've been your biggest supporter. You know, so it is a little hard for me to think that think I am what? getting neglected sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes, you know, when I'm having a hard day. Or something like that. And it's just, I don't know. Just feeling lonely in a house full of people. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry you feel that way. Have you told me that, though? No, because usually you interrupt me. 
That's why you had to stop your mic because you knew you would interrupt me. <laughs> well, I mean, let's not paint me as a monster, though. No, I'm not painting you. You interrupt me, too. You'll finish my thoughts. I'm very descriptive when I speak, and she'll decide right. what I was going to say before I finish saying it. Right. And a lot of times you're not right, though. Like you've started to take the reaction you're expecting as what's going to be said and not listen to what's actually being said. Right. And so you even start to talk in circles when really I'm just, I'm very descriptive. Yeah, me, I'm just, but I always I'm just was, though. very like I think Listen, like the other night, we had finished the show and after the show, I watch it back. So like I'm either in here doing it, you can hear it sometimes that whatever. She was exposed to me for two solid hours talking. And that's like a regular night. Then afterwards, she was watching Little House over there. And I wanted to talk to her. And she's like, I just watched your show. She said that. And I'm like, what did that mean? It shocked me. She just listened to me talk for two hours is what she meant. But that's how you've come to view talking to me, isn't it? Just listening to me talk. Yeah, pretty much. Because you don't really speak much. Right. But we used I to talk I, like this. I don't I don't speak a lot. See, but I mean, you used to do this. You used to jump in the gaps. How come we can do it here? I don't know. Why is that? Mm, is it I don't know. You're not really, looking at me right now. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not looking you're, at you and, and are you not looking at me sitting in my spot. Is it oh. my spot that's bothering you? Is it the show? No, I'm sorry. Why? Because we're we're fine right now. Show. We're fine right now, and then I don't. Well, I'm trying to get it. it. You know, I want to understand it. Well, it usually <clears> goes a lot different than what it does right now. When we're having a conversation, if you want to get it real, um, you talk forever, and we get really emotional. And I think we kind of need to explain that, though, how it got that way. If you're going to say that, because that makes me sound really bad. Why am I doing that? Why are you doing what? Why am I doing that? Why do I do that? Why do I talk and then I can't shut up when I'm talking to you? Because you're why is it getting an emotional? Why is it getting emotional? Because I haven't said anything. You're not speaking. And mm -hmm. I see talking as a form of intimacy, communication as a form of intimacy. It's very important to me. And since we've stopped speaking, I don't know how to deal with that. And I really, really want you to talk. But when you don't, the silence is so loud that I talk again. Mm -hmm. And now it's gotten to be where I am kind of doing another show when I try to talk to you. Right. And that's not what I wanted. Like, I listened to that whole part. One, to be respectful. Like, I clearly saw that you wanted to say something. And we're taking this opportunity to say it. So I let it go. But, like, you know, I muted my mic even out of respect. But I wrote notes during because I wanted to pay attention. But it's hard for me to hear. But I really fucking loved hearing you talk. Right. So I do talk. It's just, I don't know. Everything I'm doing here with this is for us. Like all the work no, I'm doing and the, the, but I'm right here. Like we're often in the same room, babe. You're right over there while I'm working. Yeah. You're like five, five to seven feet away from me. Right. But you're playing solitaire on the computer or watching TV or something. Mm hmm. It's true. And, and when I come home, I immediately try to bounce that night's idea off of you. And that never goes anywhere either when it could be fun. Like we could be taking part in this together. 
or if you're resenting the show, maybe that's why you don't want to. Mm. I don't I know. I don't know. I find it interesting that we're able to talk right now. Because you All know right. what's funny? I'm not talking any different than I always talk. You're jumping in the gaps, but you don't do that anymore. Right. I don't. I just let you just ramble on. I know, but that's not what I wanted to do. And that's why it gets that way. And then I can start getting emotional. And, and I'll tell you, I told you this other night, by the end of it, I feel very, very stupid because I know I'm good at speaking and I'm good at communicating my thoughts and I can't get them across to you or I feel like I can't. And then I, at the end, I'm so confused. I don't even remember what we started talking about in the first place because I've over explained it so many times. Right. You do. And I, I swear, I'll go upstairs and I just feel so dumb. Like, why can't I speak to her? We used to talk so naturally. Right. You over-explain everything. We're talking naturally and right now. You, you don't stop talking. Usually, it just keeps going and going. Dude, I never stop talking. You can't jump in a gap anywhere. <laughs> I never did, though. I always was this way. Like, I spoke a lot always. You stop talking. Mm. And then I started filling the pauses. Mm -hmm. Right. But I went through something like this before. And that's when we started talking about it, that's what I was comparing it to. But it's a very different situation. Because you're right. Like ever since the very beginning, no matter what I was wanting to do or was doing, you always supported it. Always. And if I told you tomorrow I wanted to get in a car and go to California... And be a stand-up, and I was going to do what Steve Harvey did and be homeless for a few years and just be a stand-up. You would support it. Matter of fact, you told me to go do it. Right. Recently. I'm not a dream smasher. You know what I no, mean? you're not. It's I, very different this time having someone who's supportive. And uh, now I forgot where I was going with that. What was I saying? Your ex-wife. Yeah, I was comparing it to that. It's very different from that. But we did the whole thing. I was married to my ex for, I don't know, how long was I married to Brandy? Like over 10 years at least. I forgot how long. Right at 10. Right at 10. Anyways, you know, I don't want to spend a whole right lot of time on that story, but we never really connected like me and you ever, me and her. And then we drifted apart too, but it was very different. For a long time, we were complete strangers in the same house. And I think neither one of us even understood what was going on anymore, too. But we never had what that connection that we had. And then we still do, though, like the right. other day, because I can't get you to talk. So, like, I never really was the type that would, like, hold hands or, like, put my hand on you and stuff like that. But I started fucking doing it just because I, I wanted to connect with you. We were out and like, we went out that day because I was like, I'm fucking I thought I was doing what you wanted to do, but I fucked that up, too. But that's. Not the detail I'm wanting to focus on. I was wanting to connect with you that day, but we weren't communicating still. And I was, and I kept like being careful. I'm doing all these little tricks. I've been working on myself real hard. So I'm like talking to myself in my head, trying to pause and trying not to talk and doing all this stuff. And I couldn't get you to talk. You just be over there quiet. So I started putting my hand on you. And it's still there every time, every fucking time. Like in the grocery store, it was even getting like sexual almost. And all I was doing was rubbing your back. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy because. I never had a connection like this with the first wife. Right. And the same fucking thing is happening. 
And I know it has a lot to do with how I will go inside my head, but it also has to do with somehow I've turned you off because I do go to you, but you're right. Like you said earlier, you tend to ignore me now. Right. And I don't know if it's kind of like, remember when Jeremy was over and we were watching that video of my standup and he sat there stone faced and it upset me because he didn't laugh. And he's like, I'm used to you. Right. Is that what it is that like now it just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher when I talk because I don't get right to the point. So you're like, I don't even want to fucking listen to this. It does sometimes. I mean, it, it goes on. I, can't I always wait. talked like that, though. Yeah, but it's just now that maybe you're it's tired been 11 of it. years. I mean, it's 11 years of you rambling on for five minutes just to get to one simple, you know, <laughs> One simple sentence. You no, know, it, it's I'm very forward. That's the difference between me and him. I will say it right out. There is no added syllables. There's no added punctuation. I am straight in your face. You know, that's a lot of things he doesn't like about me because I can be brutally honest. You know, and and I am brutal with it. I was raised never to sugarcoat anything because that's the worst thing you can do. You know, I know people want to be lied to, but I'm not one of those people. I won't lie to you. Tell you straightforward what I think. And that's totally different between me and him. He's not straightforward. He runs around, you know, the mulberry bush about five or six times and then tells you what he thinks. I paint a picture. <laughs> and I always did that. <laughs> I always did that. it. You Ever know, since I day one, I did it. When we used and to I'm text just, back and forth, when you were when running I'm, a different movie gallery than me and we were different store managers and helped each other do inventory and we would talk through text. I always did that. Think back on it. I've right. always done it. You've always done it. But now I'm just waiting for the last sentence. What? What's yeah. the last sentence? Whatever your point is. I know is. you want me to get to the fucking point, but I've never talked like that. I know. I know. I, I guess that's what it is. You know, you got to wait five minutes just to get one sentence out. And I'm like, okay, I'll just sit here and wait. And I ain't going to interrupt you because I'm just trying to get to that one sentence you're trying to make a point about. But isn't that something you used to find interesting about me, though? Like, wasn't that an attract the thing that attracted you to me, maybe even? Why'd you like me when you first met me? Well, just because I'm sexy, it couldn't have just been that. I mean, I am super sexy. But you're sexy and you know it. can't be all it was. What else was it? It wasn't my personality? <laughs> It wasn't that I was funny, that I told stories. It wasn't none of that. You were, you were all that. And now, you know, I'm just trying to get to the point. You know, I don't Why know. Though, though, what, I mean, what, when did the ride stop being fun? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I think it's, it happened when you started getting more passionate about the way you spoke. It kind of shuts me off. Like when you... It really, it's, I guess, about three or four months. You want to know what my theory is? About three or four months, you've gotten really, you know, you speak more with your hands. And you're really aggressively when you speak to me or whatever. That turns me off. You know, I'll clam I'm up. Clam. I'm animated. I know you're animated, but it didn't get, it was never this bad before. I've never and been I, this confident before. Yes. Ever. So in the last three or four months, you know, you're more animated and more vocally loud, let's say. And it just turns me off where I don't want to speak. Because to me, you're you're being very aggressive and you're yelling. 
That's what Can it feels I tell like. you something real quick that I told you the other night? Look, since we're gonna get so personal, I gotta feel I feel like I gotta explain my side a little bit. You keep painting me as a villain, and I know everyone here knows me and they right. understand, but I want to give a little defense of myself too. I have never in my life been understood by anybody except you. Right. And now you're bored and sick of me. When I'm the most confident I've ever been in my life and living in my gift the most I ever have, I'm as happy as I've ever been. And now you're turned off by it. Now, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but this is me happy. I don't understand. What, what, did you feel closer to me when I laid in the dark all day? That's not what I Because that was years, babe. How long did I do that shit? Were you closer to me then? No. Which one do you like better? This one. Oh, you're not just not used to him? I'm not used. I don't. I'm not used to the way you do things or the way you speak now. It's. What do you mean the way I speak? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm too very aggressive. To me. You're very aggressive. Passionate. You say passionate. It is passion. But to me, I'm it's not like, mad. Okay, but you see it passionate, and I see it very aggressive, because you're pretty much crunching your teeth and hollering, you know. But I like that <laughs> though. Like, I like having a passionate discussion. I understand that, but when you're, but look at it from my side. When you're clenching your teeth and you're screaming, that's not passion to me. That screaming like to me, it's okay. I can get pretty teeth, loud. Yes, you get very loud. You've heard screaming. That's not screaming. Oh, my God. oh, I'm loud. You're very loud. I'm loud right now. But if I was passionate, if I was excited, I'd be a little louder. But that isn't screaming. I'm pretty fucking loud when I'm screaming. I have a lot of range to this voice. I'm passionate when I speak, though. I'm excited. I'm trying to tell you a story I'm excited about. And I get animated. I'm happy now. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And... This is the other thing I think may be turning you off. I guess I don't fucking know, really. I'm I'm not sure. I'm drawing at straws. Because I, like I told you the other day, when you said that, when we first started really breaking this down and actually acknowledging it, the elephant in the room, and got real about it, you said, what the fuck was I going to I keep losing my train of thought during this. You, you threw me for a loop, but I'm trying to do my best. But the other day, fuck, I had a good point there. I was going <laughs> to say something important. And I lost it. I haven't done that in forever. I know. That's right. What's on your other notes then? Got any more notes? I don't know how we shut Pandora's box on this right now. I don't think we have to finish this. I mean notes. We're off notes now. Okay. Dude, when I felt like I was going to be able to wrap it up, it got realer. How did it get What do you mean? How, huh? At what point? Did I haven't listened back to this yet, but I have a pretty good <laughs> idea what went on. I don't know. You see things differently than I do. I know, you but know? I wish I could get you to understand that I'm not being angry. I'm not being cocky. I'm happy and I'm confident. And I believe in what I'm doing. And, you know, I, I'm working on myself to a level that is insane. How? How? How much self work do I do now? Like, be honest. 
Just I want to hear your view. Before your show? No, I mean in total. Like I work on myself now. All How day. much do you think I work on myself? You do it all day. You do it at work. You do it when you get home. Have I ever done that? No. Why when I'm trying the hardest would you be sick of me? I don't know. I guess it's That's the way you That's blowing my fucking mind, dude. Is it because this is turning you off that much? Like that I'm confident and happy. That's how I'm feeling it is. But you're taking that as what? Aggressive and angry. Aggressive. I'm just aggressively trying to make my point, but I'm not trying to be aggressive. So I need to watch that. But I know I don't know how much I can. I don't want to say dumb it down, but pull it back. Because this right. when I turn off the camera, you know this. I'm still this person. What I now do on this show is just be me for an hour and talk about whatever I set out to talk about. I'm just honest and say everything that whatever I first think of, it's just, I treat it as stream of consciousness. Right. I'm this person all the time though. And this is how I talk or tell a story. Right. And I've been with you a very long time. It's just that I guess I told it weaker than when I was more, I guess, broken down would be the best term for that. Best way I would describe it when I was broken down or when I was dumbed down and my, my levels were muted with pills. It was easier to take. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm a different person. I feel like I'm, I'm out of my shell, but I'm not a different person. I think this person was always wanting out. It's always wanted out. Well, it's never been out like this, and I don't want to put it back. I've never been on. I remember what I was going to say earlier. No one has ever understood me. Few people, but they, they never stayed in my life. And I would hate for the one person that did and supported everything I've ever done to get sick of me. Right. We don't I, like because I, I remember the other thing I was going to say. Like when you told me that, I was like, I was so blown away by it. Remember I said, I don't feel that way about you at all. And I didn't, in the perception thing I was trying to describe to you, I'm not, I hadn't even looked at any of this that way. Now, I had noticed things. Did you notice that you had started calling me your boyfriend? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes even to me. Hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I never pointed it out. You know, because I, I convince myself I'm imagining shit because I do imagine shit. So for a while, I was convincing myself that I was imagining what I thought I saw, but I was seeing what I thought I saw. And I should have did something about it. And I'm sorry. But I kept convincing myself, no, that's imagining. It's not real. But you weren't saying anything either. So I'm just like, well, maybe she's just being quiet. And then now you've been hurting for a long time. So I've took it as... You're depressed about that. And I don't know what to do most of the time. And like, you won't talk about it. I don't know. I'm not doing it I'm, right. I, I admit that. I'm not a complainer. I don't know what to do. I, I've never been a complainer. And um, I don't know. I do suffer most of the days. So bad that I can't even get up to go to the bathroom. Without pissing my pants. I'll tell you the truth. I am total pain to where you're just screaming. 
but I keep that to myself. And because there is nothing anybody can do for me. I mean, you can't do anything about the pain or anything like that, but I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. It's how I see it. Can I ask you a question really quick? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know whether to save you or not at this point. Are you doing this on purpose or is this happening on accident? What? You're sharing yourself like I do. Yeah. Are you doing it on purpose? Because sometimes, man, I put things out there. I, I sometimes wish I hadn't. Me, I don't really care. I'm one of those people. I'll say whatever. It doesn't bother me if somebody knows I pee my All pants. Right. I gave I, you a, a now. <laughs> I'm going to let you go now. No, it doesn't bother me one bit. I'm real, and I, I'm 100% real. Why did you? I, I do have a follow-up question. Why, why, why did you choose to do this tonight? Did you feel safe doing it here? Because tonight, when I was looking up, on the computer, different things to talk about during Christmas time, you know, forgiveness or compassion. The one thing that we've been struggling with was the first thing that I read. It was the first thing that popped up. So I had to put that in there. But that is what it is. I'm 100% real and I, and it doesn't bother me if anybody knows. My faults, I have faults. I am human. But to me, sometimes um, I'm very isolated in this house. Like, it is very hard for me to even get up to go to the bathroom. I'm, I'm so crippled by my hip and my back. And so I have been in this house since July. And I've only been out probably, eight, I don't know, maybe a handful of times, you know, because I go walking around, you know, it, it's, you just can't do it, you know, and, and we went to go shopping and some places have just a wheelchair. They have these oversized wheelchairs that don't even go down the aisles because that day I couldn't even walk. I could not walk. So Sean was pushing me around and we were trying to Christmas shop and I felt so useless. Like, mind you, uh, I have worked two jobs my whole life since I was 18 until July. And I've, been, I've provided for my children, usually as a single mom before I met Sean. And I have two special needs children. So it was very hard for me. And then you know, I see, I met Sean, and he was very understanding of my children. I mean, granted, they didn't really always get along, but um, he was pushing me around at different stores, you know, trying to be very supportive. And But I just had a horrible time because I felt so bad. I was in so much pain, and I didn't want to tell him, you know, I didn't want to make the day bad. You know, because we were going to have a good day. But it ended up, you know, he could read me. I I mean, we can both read each other very well. And uh, after, you know, going through those many stores and it just, you can't, you can't shop with a wheelchair. You can't. And then we finally went to Walmart. And that is the only place I was able to get on a electric. And that's the first time, mind you, 
That was the first time I have ever been in an electric cart this last week, and I have been crippled since July. So it was the first time I was able to go to Walmart and shop without in screaming pain or, you know, just laying on this freaking cart because there's a lot of people that don't need wheelchairs or on wheelchairs running around fucking Walmart. But that's another goddamn segment. So I finally got on one and I felt free that I was able to go around and look at things, you know, because the aisles are wide and I was able to shop. You know, when we went, we went down to like Kohl's and JC Penney's and, and Ross's. Most of them don't even have wheelchairs. Well, if they do, they're very big and they don't go anywhere. So that's how my Christmas shopping went. So most of my Christmas shopping was done online. You know, I, it is what it is. But I feel very defeated. Okay. I know you do. Uh, I'm not used to this. I'm a very hardworking person. And there isn't nothing I don't know how to do. I can do mechanics. I can do carpentry. I can do anything. But right now, I am totally crippled. The only thing it isn't is my hands. That's it. I mean, right now, my mind's getting crippled. But uh, next week, um, I have to call another doctor in Winsville and hopefully I get some help from him because the doctor I went to was a fucking dick. Okay. He informed me. He's, he, he, the doctor doesn't even see me. It's this, um, the second doctor I went to didn't even see me. It was his nurse or his nurse or his nurse practitioner seen me. And for me to have surgery, they want me to get down to 30% BMI, which is my body mass index. They want me to get down to 30%. Mind you, I'm five foot two. Okay, so that is a lot of weight that I would have to shed. Because I'm a thick girl. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, fucking oompa loompa or nothing like that. But I'm a big girl, you know, so that's a lot of weight. And they wouldn't even do anything for me. Until I got down to that. You know. I'm not overly like fat. But that's a lot of weight. And that was one of the stipulations. That I had to be down to my 30 body mass index. That's impossible. I can't exercise. You know. I am. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. So I went to my chiropractor. And told him. And he was just floored. That this happened. So he gave me the number or gave me the, the people to call. He goes, and I'm sure they'll help you. He goes, that's the first time I ever heard of that. Of somebody telling you that. You know, I was floored myself. Jesus Christ. You know, I am a short, stumpy girl, but I'm not overly fat. I'm not, I'm just not. And She's for a perfect, doctor to say, way. but for a doctor to say that and not even see me, you're a fucking dick. I didn't you know, know he hadn't even seen you. you no, he didn't even see me. This has been a nightmare, too, how by the way, dealing with the Rockefeller Medical System over there. And, you know, because usually one of the stipulations that's usually an emergency surgery is when you lose control of your bowels because of your back problems. Oh, man. Or your bladder. You know, that happens to me. Not my bowels, but my bladder. 
you know, I'll turn on water and I just start peeing and I can't control it. I can't stop it. It's because of my back injury and my hip injury. So, but they didn't address that at all when I went down there. They didn't even x-ray or MRI my hips. Because mine pop out all the time and I have to pop them back in my hip. And it's just a clusterfuck of shit that just happened all at once, you know. It's just shitty. So, I'm hopefully going down to Winsville. I'm going to make an appointment next week to go down to Winsville and see the joint and bone specialist down there. And uh, he said, I am so sure that they will help you. He goes, I've never heard of that before. He goes, how can somebody expect you to do that when they don't give you the tools to do that? You know? So, hopefully I get some better news when I go to Winsville. So, that's just, it's just shit that I'm going through that Nobody knows that I'm feeling because I don't want to burden nobody. You know, I don't. I'm you not a couldn't complainer. Couldn't ever burden me though. But I'm not a complainer. I was. I'd love to hear it. I'm not a. I'm just not that way. It helps. It's hard. But since since we were getting so real on here, I thought I'd just get realer. You know, I, I'm not. I don't care what people know about me. You know. Um, I I've never had times where I don't know how to act in this studio. And I haven't known how to act since about 30 minutes in. <laughs> well, I don't know yeah. what to do right now, babe. I am. I, am I don't like, know what to do. Like at times I felt like I need to come and save you and stop you. <laughs> I'm serious. No, it's, it's I'm fine. I'm serious. Like, I hope you're going to be okay with this. It's just one everywhere. That's fine. I don't care. No, I know. I you get know. that. I get that. But your sister won't talk to you anymore because I told the story about the cat. And? Well, I'm just saying people don't like the truth. I liked you know it. What? I enjoyed you know, it. And this you know is what's my crazy. show. In fact, I wrote that down for me. You know this what's is my crazy. show. I keep these forever. I want this. I'm you not going to stop it because of okay. that. I just don't want you to say something you wish you hadn't said. No. But you right. know what's crazy? I, second I have, trying to say I have um, raised my child <clears throat> to be very truthful also. And to be very open and honest about things. So they were in a discussion in history. Mind you, my son is very much like me. Very straight to your face. You know, and will tell you anything. You know, if you want to hear it, that's just what it is. Truth is what it is. Truth is truth. But um, they were having a discussion in history. And the teacher was wrong. And Zachary, I don't even remember what it was. But Zachary was correcting him on it. And it's something about reality of things. And Zachary was telling him the truth. And so he sent him to the principal's office because they got into it. Well, the principal told Zachary because she knows Zachary's very honest. And she goes, Zach, he goes, she goes, I know you were telling the truth. She goes, but people want to be lied to. His own principal said this. People want to be lied to. Zach. Why are you telling me this story? And um, yeah. And Why the fuck wouldn't you tell me this story? Exactly. So it, it was kind of fucked minutes, up. Solid 20 minutes. Yeah. So it was pretty fucked up that his own principal told him that people want to be lied to, that he should just, you know, That's more or less so not have an opinion, not have an opinion. And um, Zachary said, well, that'll never happen with me. He goes, I'm just like my mama. Dude, Zach's a badass, but he's a lot like me too. Yeah. So he's very straightforward. Yeah. And he, he learned works. a lot of that from me. Right. He's got his he's got his knowledge of the reality of things, but he's got my mouth and my yeah. truthfulness. 
So that makes a bad combination when you go to a history teacher and Zach will go toe to toe. And that's what happened that day. And he got sent to the principal's office and Zachary's in principal's office. Like Zachary, I know you're telling the truth. He goes, but people want to be lied to. Zachary's like, well, I'll never lie. I'll get sent right back, back in here. So that was another story. (laughs) Right. I really liked what you did tonight and I'm glad I'm always going to have it, but I'm really glad that you said everything you said. I don't know how happy you'll be that it's everywhere now, but I hope you're okay with that. I don't think you said anything bad. You just, you shared a lot of things that I know you don't like to say. Like what? You would never said that to anybody. You don't talk like that. I don't openly talk. You don't share like like that. that. No, because I don't think you share it's, it's you share like crazy. that with anybody besides me? Like, I've heard you say no. stuff like that in private. No. I'm a machine. Like, uh-huh. all my feelings stay inside. That is my problem. That is my feelings. That's exactly how they are. And I cope with them myself. I am no, not one that she likes... She is a monster, dude. I am like, not I, one of those listen, people. Let me say something for a second. Like, just because you were talking about you feeling weak, and I understand why you would feel that way. Because she is a fucking beast, y'all. Like, look, we were friends first, and we ran a video stores together. I was a store manager in the movie gallery, and so was she. And we were like sister stores, and they'll pair y'all together, and they'll be like, you help each other with inventory, whatever. So, like, we go and help each other with inventories, and next thing I know, I'm cheating on my wife with her. Like, we got along from the very beginning, but we were friends first. Like, we talked first, and we're friends, and we worked together. And just, I knew her from then, and then she's always been a badass. Like, you know, I remember the first time I went to her house, even she's always tough. You know, it, I don't know. And I'm a I'm a mess. I always have been. And like when I first we first began a relationship was the ass end of my marriage. Like I was coming out of the divorce and I'm having the custody thing with my kids and, you know, restraining orders even. And I'm not seeing them and or I can't afford to go get them. And I'm a mess. You know how emotional I am. Imagine me going through that. I was a fucking mess for years. She did all that. And then I have emotional problems. I deal with depression, all kinds of things. I went into deep spirals with that shit. Sometimes even when I, when I tell you about all the time, why well, I couldn't even fucking talk. That shit was awful. All of that, like, has two jobs, like, all this shit. Then all of a sudden, one day, her she gets all fucked up. Some nerve thing. I don't even fully fucking understand it, but I'm not a doctor. And, and I'm telling you, I sat and listened to them fucking doctors explain it, and I still don't understand it. But... This chiropractor told her that they're bullshitting her. And I always felt like they were. But I understand you feeling so broken by being defeated by your body currently. But it has nothing to do with you being weak at all. It's not even your fault. You have nothing to do with that. And that's not, it has nothing to do with you not being tough. Because you're being a badass right now, by the way. Like sitting over there quietly and playing solitaire or watching videos or whatever you're doing on the laptop. You're not talking about this to anybody. You didn't say any of that to me. Right. Like some of those times where I almost played the outro to save you. I was like, she's not going to want this out on the internet. She never even says this to people. That's your bad. So like, I don't know. I like that a lot though, that you shared like that. And I actually like a lot that it's recorded. And that's a lot of things. Um, But when I say it, I say it. But I do that I shit every day. And sometimes, you you know, I don't know. I sometimes I got to deal with something I say. And, yeah, you, know, I say it's tough. you know, I say things with conviction. I, what, I, whatever I say, I don't care anybody else hears. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I don't care that people know that I pee my pants because I have a back injury or hip injury. That's, I can't help that, you know. I don't care that people know that I have two special needs children. They're the greatest gift that God ever gave me. You know, what else bad did I ever say? You didn't you know? say anything bad, babe. That's not what I meant. You don't share like that's what I meant. I do, but I know you don't. So, like, I put that on the internet every day, all my feelings. You don't do that ever, even with people in your real life. So, I'm like, she's doing yeah. this on the internet. Should I stop her? I'm like, no, fuck <laughs> no. Let her go. You know how long you've been wanting her to talk? <laughs> I didn't expect like you to do this is, here, but I've never like felt this like this in extreme. here. The only time I've ever been this uncomfortable in the studio was something totally different. It was Robert being mean to Nick, and I didn't know what to do. Because I'm like, Nick's going to slay him if I just let her go. And, but he's trying not to get slayed by being mean. And I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I'm like, is it disrespectful to the stack of research that Nick has in front of her to cut Robert off because he's being a dick and end it and just let her do a presentation? Or do I let her beat his ass with logic, which I know she's waiting to do? I didn't know what the fuck to do. And like when you started this, I'm like, holy shit. So like I muted my mic, started taking notes. But I'm so fucking glad that this happened. Yeah. Because even though we started addressing it, we didn't really start talking about it. I did. And I started, I started another thing I started doing because I do work on myself fucking constantly now. And it's just that shit I picked up, like, like I shared with y'all on Tuesday nights. But I'm sitting there going, we just hit another pattern. And that's why I started doing because usually I try to talk about it and argue even and say, well, what the fuck? We're arguing. We're not, we're saying the same shit sometimes, but we can't even hear each other. And I'm noticing it. I'm seeing the patterns. So I'm not saying anything about who's right or wrong. I just go, I'm seeing the pattern again. It's happening right now. Nobody's right or wrong. I'm just telling you, we keep doing this. So I'm starting to point it out. And that's as far as we've got with talking. Because pulling words out of you lately, it's like almost like you pay a quarter a word. <laughs> I say that sometimes. Like you act that's like true. it hurts you to talk. Like it's because I'll be like, say more. And you, I said it already. You know, your one right. word answer. And I'm like, you didn't say anything. I'm a very quiet person. What you just though. said was saying something. Right. That but shit I'm where saying, you think I'm saying too many words. In reality, in that's reality, saying something. But in reality, I'm a very usually very quiet person. But that's how you say, say something, though. You let out a your feelings. Person with very little words. But when but I say something, has I say power, it. babe. Why do you feel like? Why do you think I feel like it's a form of intimacy? I don't know. Because it is. Okay. You feel better now, don't you? Like you feel like something got out of you. No. Well, you don't. No. All right, well, then you didn't do that right then. I thought you were doing it right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When no, I, I do it, I feel I better. Do. Like, you know, I feel I like I got something things. out from inside of me. When I talk about certain things, it does make me emotional. But I don't hold any of that stuff in. Like, I don't I don't hold anything in like that. So I don't feel like I relieved anything. I mean, some things do trigger an emotion. But it's nothing that I've bottled up inside. It's something that I'm speaking about. You know, like my children, I will cry every time. Well, because I want to say some things because so I got more plans for Christmas. So I want to say a couple things just to see if we can pull this back at all. I, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Go ahead. Well, go you ahead. know, I my, didn't mean to cut you off. My two special needs children, mind you, are great. They're great. Hands down great. Um, the one thing that I'm very proud of because they're very independent. Um, one is autistic, ADHD, and one is bipolar, ADHD, you know, and um, it's a learning problem that they have and a um, 
speech was a very hard thing when they were younger. They learned ASL before they could speak when they were going to school. Um, but I'm very proud of my children. They are um, 20 some years old and they still, they'll never leave home, but um, they can cook. They can do laundry. They can clean. But um, a lot of people, you know, the doctor, their pediatrician, you know, used to be so proud. He goes, because he knew I was a single mama and I had three kids and two of them were special. He goes, you're the strongest woman I ever known. He goes, how can you do it? I said, because them were God's gift to me. I wouldn't want it any other way, you know, and they go to the Special Olympics and get their their medals, you know, and they feel like they're included and stuff. And that is a very, if you have any special grandkids or children or any friends that you know that have children like that, please get them involved in the Special Olympics because usually they're not allowed to play any games or sports or anything like that because they can't and they're very limited. So the Special Olympics is a great program and we have one in Herman, Missouri, and they play, they get to play all the way up until they're 21. And then they can go to like the Missouri state ones and do the Olympics. And I have tons of medals. My children, I'd say I probably have about 20 or 30 for each one, you know, through the years of going, they started going, I mean, probably about four or five years when they were in the state school. Um, so they didn't go to regular school. They had to go to the state school when they got out of elementary. And, um, so, you know, life hasn't been hard, but I would not trade it for the world. And that's pretty much what I want to share. Cause a lot of people think that that's, uh, makes them limited, but it's not, you know, if I was able to be a foster mother, you know, that was, that would be the only ones I would take into my home would be the special ones. And that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> what do y'all think about that? <laughs> they ain't saying much. They don't know what to say either. I don't know what to say. I talk every day. You do. I'm and really I glad that you shared all this, though. And I hope you do feel better because you did. You know, that is the one thing that does make me emotional is my children. That's pretty much it. You know, but... So what's everybody's plans for Christmas? I love you, babe. I love you too. No, I really, I really want you to have a good Christmas. All right, dude. Me and the boys were making um we were making peanut butter pretzels. You guys ever had those like little square pretzels that you put peanut butter on, make a sandwich, and then you dip when they put them in the refrigerator, let them, you know, get hard, then dip them in chocolate. That's what we were doing tonight. That's the candy we're making for everybody. And then I got a little idea for my sister and them. I'm a collector of Avon bottles, antique Avon bottles. And um, I had cleaned up or cleaned out because you know how them bottles still smell like that old perfume. But I have like the old ones that look like lampshades. It has a little lampshade on top, you know, or you have some that looks like a little flask that's really tiny. It has like a gold chain and a gold lid, you know, or you have one that looks like one of those antique Easter eggs that, you know, you get that ones that's supposed to be like a lot of money. You got one of those. It looks like that, that 
like perfume body lotion. You know, it was in that one. But I cleaned those all out and I put new lotion and um, new perfume in each one. And I am giving them to my sister and my mama. You're telling everybody what they're getting for Christmas. You're not able to do this. I got to pull the internet away from you. <laughs> they ain't gonna watch. I got to take the internet away from you. They are. You're gonna tell everybody. You're gonna tell people our our ATM passcodes. Shut up. <laughs> you got but too I'm close. Just, I'm just asking everybody what they're doing. You're son. You're like Anton right now. You're trying to touch it. Hey, listen. I'm listen. trying to help you. But um. No, um, I just want to know what everybody feels for Christmas. Babe. I was really excited about what I did. I thought that was a really awesome idea. It is awesome to idea. do, you know, because it's very important to me. They're very collectible because it's been a goal of mine for a long time, and I don't like to not achieve my goals anymore. And you oh deserve to have a good Christmas, so I'm not going to stop this until you're done being sad. I'm not sad anymore. I wasn't never really sad. I'm telling you, this made you feel better. I'm very emotional about something. And now I know it all. See, I like information. Don't be plotting on me. Dude, information is useful. Look, I needed to know a lot of that. But what is everybody doing for Christmas? Are you going to families? Is family coming? I'm going to work. They're not talking, man. I was telling Dad. They don't talk no more. I I don't know why. I don't know why. Listen, they don't anymore. We used to get about 300 comments on an average night. Sometimes we get close to a thousand. Listen, hold on. I let you talk a whole lot. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you a story. They don't talk anymore, and I don't know why. And there's not very many people here right now. Hmm. I don't know what's going on with that shit, but we get about 30, 40 views a night now during the live. Yeah, but and you I, get tons of overnight. disturbing me to a level I can't explain to you, but... You know what? Every show's been great. Yeah, but you get tons of them overnight. You look, know what I'm saying? Look, the next like, day. yes. For example, uh, what, what night unreal. was it? Conspiracy theory night. Fucking conspiracy theory night. Like 36 views during the live. Uh, it's it's close to 500 now. I get a lot after the live. I still get the same right. amount pretty much. Like we're still averaging the same amount of views per episode, which is what's interesting about the whole thing. Yeah, but you it's just that like our that. comments have have dropped from about 300 per episode to about 60 and our views have dropped from about a hundred something to 150 during the live to about 30 or 40 hmm. regularly. And our likes have dropped from double digits to about six or seven per show during the live. Everybody better like mine. That means like only six or seven bagels. people according to Facebook hit like, and I don't know how that could be true, but That's maybe people forget. You know what I mean? I don't I know. Can't say I don't blame anybody no more is my point. You know, I, I, don't I can't know say anything because I'm one of those people. Be because they're being censored. I was yeah. going to finish this thought. You don't understand. I don't want anybody to take this wrong. I don't know why they don't talk no more, but I don't let it bother me. Mm. Well, it does, though. You know it does. <laughs> you know this fucking thing mind fucked me now. I know. You know it does. it does. You know the numbers always mess with you. And you I'm like, don't look at the numbers. Be completely, are we being completely honest? Let's be 100% honest. This whole thing mind fucks me. And like I hear during this that you think, I'm devoting myself too much to this when I think it's really the only thing I have a value to offer you. Like I can't make a good life for you any other way. This is where I'm gifted. So devoting myself to my gift is my best opportunity to give you a good life. And that's what I want to do. But I don't know how I could be better, a better use to you other than living in my gift. 
because otherwise I'm just kind of useless. I don't know how to fix nothing. I'm not the stereotypical type of man. I'm an artist. So if I'm not doing my art, how am I giving you value? How will I ever? Right. And now, like, I found something I'm great at. I don't even know how to use it because I don't know how to do it with what we're wanting to do because we're doing it on the Internet. It's not even anybody's fault. There's robots making sure nobody sees me. Right, right. It has nothing to do with nobody. Like, I can't fight against that. So all I can do is, like, know that this lives on. Like, uh-huh. tonight, I get to have that. I'll be able to listen to that. That's why I wrote down, this is your show and underline yours three times. So I was like, this is mine. Like, a lot of times I'm doing this just for me at this point. Right. I don't mean that to sound wrong. It's just I have to believe in this, <laughs> but it has value. You understand? Even Even now, as I'm seeing... 400 episodes deep we're down to 30 views a night but yeah, but we're not though because right. babies keep saying by morning it's 300 like it always yeah. was because what's crazy is i count them like if i'm on live and i'm watching it sometimes i don't hit like i forget so yes i will be one of those demons but i do count individually everybody that comes in their comments that i can see on facebook and it's more well over than what we get counted for. Well, the so, analytics never make sense. Yeah. So like so I you had to kind of stop looking at those. Yeah. You got to stop looking at numbers because that doesn't matter. Um, but Joan, she's going to go to dinner to her daughters and see her two grandsons. I'm so confused right now. Oh, like, when you keep yeah. going back to the comments. Like, I don't even know how to do this show right now. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been this thrown off in here. Well, I asked them a question. I asked them what everybody was doing for Christmas, and you keep interrupting. Oh, I'm not looking at their comments. Are they talking now? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Joan's going to dinner to her daughters. Tracy's hanging with her family. Um, I didn't mean to leave them out. I just, I, I'm confused Ta- as fuck. Because right you're doing that thing like Brand, well, Brandy used to do this. It's not exactly the same thing, but women can do this. Like my mom could even do it. So I'll just say women. Them. Listen, I'm not going to say anything bad. Women can be in the middle of a fight and like answer the phone and talk normal. That's a skill. I don't know how y'all you do You damn that. right. How the fuck that do you do that? Woman's, just like that. Just like that mama ear that you have, we all women have it. I mean, not only sound you know, normal, sound happy, and, and then go right back to the fucking fight when they hang up the phone. How do you do right. that? It's our persona. It's our persona. We so. can hold our emotions I think for y'all five seconds. And the we can other hold personality our takes for, over we can hold our emotions. public. We're superheroes. <laughs> you are superheroes. You know, my mom so, could like block things out too. You were saying that earlier that you were blocking. Callan said a true woman can sure do that. Dude, I'm so fucking Joan can do right it now. too. Everybody, all these women can do this. We have that superpower or we have that deaf ear when we're watching awesome. something, but we can hear if somebody screams or if something messes up or breaks. But you can't you can't hurt or you can't mess with our focus when we're watching something or listening to something. You know, they can run around and play all they want, you know, but you got that mama ear all the time on, you know. So, yes, absolutely. And it's a woman's trick that we can go from happy to sad in two seconds and then go back to happy, you know, sad or mad. Doesn't matter. It's in our it's in our, you know, repertoire. God gave us that. Every woman has it. I do. You're just mad because you ain't got it. No, I'm confused. I don't know what to do right now. I don't know what to do right now. I really. But I'm confused. going to my mama's. I don't want to I'm stop this because she won't. She'll stop talking. I will. 
but I'm going to my mama's tomorrow. We're doing a five hour show, y'all. It's just <laughs> this is a blunt unpacking. I'm serious. I don't know what to do other than ride this like your triple P. You just, you just, you just, you just sit there. I know. That's but what um, I'm, that's I'm going to my this. mama's tomorrow, and we're having ham and turkey every every time every holiday. It is a staple that we make goulash. My mama's made this goulash all the way back since she was a baby, and her aunt had made it. So, or her great grandma. Um, but it's always a staple that we have this type of goulash at every holiday meal. It's a staple. Got to have it. So we're having turkey, ham. Let me see. Mom said we're having, we're having the goulash, homemade rolls. Samantha's making a cheese ball and that, um, what is that? Buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. She's making that. That's pretty good. So, I don't know what all we're having. I'm going to start jumping in now. now. We're going to do a talk now. I feel like I let, I let you vent, right? Now, but we're doing a show. I'm Are we talking? talking? I want to talk too. Oh, gosh. I All like right. participating. Mm. Listen, I, well, I want to hear more about what you're doing tomorrow too, though, because I won't get to be there. Nope, you're at work making that cheddar. I know. Getting making that double-time cheddar. Double-time cheddar tomorrow. That, that's kind of cool. I've never, done, I've never had that before, a job that did that. For holidays, they give you double-time. I think that's cool. My you last job gave you a $50 bonus if you worked the whole day. If you worked more than crazy? seven hours. If you worked less than seven hours, it was only $25. Uh-uh. That's crazy. I'll be making the most I've ever made tomorrow. Exactly. See? I'm happy. Like, I remember when my boss came over and asked me. She's like, do you want to work Christmas? And I was like, that's Monday day, right? Because they already told me it's double time. She's like, yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> I want to be here on Monday day. I'm here every other day that ain't money day. The hell wouldn't I come on money day? Right, exactly. But I wasn't going to go anyway to your parents' house. No, we won't dip into that, though. Well, we could if you want. No. Why? We're in so my I safe space. To. You We're don't not. want me doing it. No. You mm. get radical. I don't get radical. Callan says she's going to go be, she's going to be wrapping her last few presents. I wrapped Babel's presents earlier, and she's going to open them after the show. But you know, the only presents that I've got, and I cheated this year on my parents and my siblings, is I, I bagged it. I bagged it with gift wrapping paper, you know, a bag. But I did decorate with some snowflakes and some Your bags you know, are fine. Hand. I think the paper is actually wasteful. I mean, I know it's nice and looks. Pretty. I love the paper. I, I love wrapping pretty. it because I like seeing it, and I love unwrapping paper. Everybody pretty. likes unwrapping paper, but um. To tell you the truth, I haven't started any of the wrapping for mine. So there's a lot. So I'm be up for a little bit. No, I know. I, I was in the closet earlier when I wrapped yours. You haven't wrapped any. We're going to be up all night tonight. I work tomorrow. <laughs> I do. I have to get up at four. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff in the closet. None of it's wrapped. You could do like what my mom did. Santa don't wrap presents. Mm -mm. Santa don't wrap presents. You don't have time for that. Right, no, Santa, Santa brought all this. We'll wrap like three or four. Santa did it. <laughs> no, come on, mom was smart. Then she gets more time to make cookies. Think about all the cookie making time you'll have if Santa don't wrap presents. I'm making my pretzel. Mom candy. was smart, dude. My mom was wall to wall smart, right? Seriously, so and then there's no mess after either. She's not walking around picking up wrapping paper, it's genius. <laughs> But the shirts and stuff are wrapped, so you could take a picture with those. She's so bright. It's a shame she was taken yeah. early. 
the expensive thing Santa didn't wrap, but the regular stuff Santa, you did wrap, right? Regular, yes, yes, toys, Santa gifts. That's how mom broke it down. The things we would have been excited about. Didn't you hear me tell the story the other night? It's brilliant yes. because I'm waiting on that toy, but now I can see it. It's out in the open. So I'll, every time she brings me a box that I know clothes are in, the ones I would have put aside, I'm opening them. I'm cool with it because like I see everything I got already. It's over there. Right. I know right. my pile because all these boxes are coming from it and all my cool shit's right out front. So like I'm sitting here opening the shirts and I'm not even being impatient about it because I'm not waiting for the cool box. You know how your parents will give you like the cool box last and like you got to fake that you're happy about each shirt because you're just waiting for the cool box. She would cut that middleman out, put the cool box right out front, un just unwrapped and be like, there it is. Here's the shirt I got you that I really want to see you wear. The and toy right. didn't mean anything to mom. I wanted that toy. Right. She wanted to give me the clothes or whatever it was. It wasn't always clothes, but whatever. Meaningful mm -hmm. gifts came from mom and they were wrapped. The mm -hmm. toy that I asked for right out in the open. Right. <clears throat> so like when the little, little kids, anything toy is basically right out front. Because me and Ryan, when, you know, my younger brother and sister are 10 years separate from me and Ryan. My mom remarried and started and, you know, had a second family. Mm -hmm. And so they're younger than me. And, you know, I was even driving when we visit when they were little. And, you know, we'd go like we were going to look at Christmas lights. Me and Ryan would double back and we put it all out because we knew the ritual. We already grew up with mom and we knew the toys where they went and everything it's, it's a whole presentation. Well, little kids, you know, mostly the toys are, you know, all the Santa stuff. And then, you know, all the other gifts are from people. Right. So they will look at them. Otherwise, they're just going to wait to play with their toy. I think it's super smart, <laughs> but you know, it's just, I it like it because it's a really lazy. good memory of my mom too. I don't want to look at it that way. That's the way my dad would have looked at it. He always called my mom lazy. Sometimes being smart can look like lazy. Right. You're just smart. You guys mm -hmm. are just mad because you do too much work. It's a, I like doing it. There's a difference. Just, I like doing I'm, it. I was being silly. There is a ton of shit, a lot of stuff in there. Defending mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to. She did an awesome job at Christmas. But no, I know that's why, though, because she wanted to focus more on cooking stuff and things like right. that. And yeah. hanging out with us. But they, they know I wasn't cooking hardly choice. nothing this year. So usually I'm in there and baking cookies and candy and all that. We're just doing one candy. Like I cheated and I got Santa cookies from Walmart. But you know, that's like the most important thing to me, right? And if you're not going to have a good Christmas, I'm going to be very upset. If you don't have fun today and tomorrow. I'm gonna have so much fun. Like I'm just serious. I've been looking forward to this because it's the only thing I knew I could affect. Right. Like I could do something about this. I could give her Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it meant a lot to me. So I wanted to make sure that we didn't end this before you were being in the mood of enjoying these two days. Well, yeah. I yeah, always don't be sad today and tomorrow. No. Today and tomorrow, like you know, I'm glad you got that out, but. Don't focus on it. Have fun. Enjoy all the things that you love about this because you've been waiting for it. Right. Exactly. Right. Have fun. Well, you got it and it's there. So we made it happen somehow. So you better enjoy it. Right. Seriously, I want you to enjoy it. I'm not saying that to be stupid or nothing. I really do. And I'm sorry. I've been waiting for the right time to say it, but I'm sorry. For what? 
I don't know that I didn't ask right or see whatever I should have saw. I don't know for whatever my side of this. And we're, yeah. we'll fix it because there's nothing wrong. It's just that somehow we forgot how to communicate. Different wavelength, maybe. That's it. That's all, though. And you know what? I did marriage counseling with my first wife, and I never took it seriously. If someone helped us, we would be able to communicate again. Because like I said, with the touch thing, there's nothing wrong with our connection. But Some you know, reason we can't talk. But you know, when you started doing that, it was an instant realization that you were doing it. It wasn't like, you know, I was like, hey, he's touching me. Where it wasn't, I never do it. Like we're walking in the grocery store and he's touching me. I did it you all know, day. It's 11, day. It's 11 years and he's never did that. So it was very surprising. It was very intimate to me because, he, you know, rubbing my back or just playing with my hair, or, you know, hand on my shoulder. It wasn't nothing sexual. But it's yeah, I started intimate. to really, really like it. I've never it done very, it. And I saw, it I, I, now I love it. I do it all the time now. You know? Don't I? Haven't I done it like nonstop since then? Right. Exactly. I never really did it. You know why I never did it? Like my first wife never liked that shit. She didn't really want me doing that. She never even wanted to hold hands with me. So I got used to not doing it. I mean, I've been rejected for emotions my whole (laughs) life almost. So, like, I learned to turn things off. Like, I won't do that because I'm afraid I'll be rejected. And I just said, fuck it. Like, I can't get her to talk. I'm just going to touch her. And I just kept my hand on you the whole fucking day. Right. But. I didn't know what else to do. I got to point something out here. I was afraid you'd tell me, like, why are you doing that? Stop doing that. You're bugging me. It did cross my mind. But I was like, I don't give a fuck. Let her do it. And if she does, then I'll stop. All right, but I got to point something out here. Callan says she won an auction, a closet of ornaments, gift bags, and tons of paper. So it's been a so VP fun doing the presents. The lady has it, a it blows me away right now that in the realest conversation that we've had in well, I don't want her to almost leave. a year you're talking to Kayla. I don't want her I am to looking at later. snowflakes falling on a bus in a fire. <laughs> but I thought it was amazing because she got all this. Like 200 bags. And Dude, I'm so proud of her. Are all vintage. Vintage. It's vintage ornaments. Hey, I think it's awesome. I don't think I'm saying it ain't cool. I'm saying you ain't talked to me like this in months. And how did a comment distract you? Like, I get it when it happens to Philip. Because it said vintage. You know, and it vintage said is cool. You know, I get what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm being a dick, I guess. Yeah. I'm afraid of that. That I'm afraid that this will stop if I stop the show. Nah. Well, mm, you say that. But you <laughs> shocked the fuck out of me from the moment you started this. You don't talk like this. You know I don't feel safe to end this because I won't get to continue this conversation okay. if I do. I have I to take everybody with us. So Kaylin's got to tell us about that later. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Question Kaylin. for everybody, totally though. Kidding. A question for everybody. Yeah. What was your favorite gift as a child? The one thing that you remember. How do we keep involving them in this, babe? I don't know. You got me so confused right now. So help me. Just over there. Help me because no, we're like (laughs) having live marriage counseling. You keep involving the audience. You're confusing the fuck out of me. I don't know how to run this show right now. It just popped in my mind. I don't know how to control what we're doing because you keep making it a show again. And then I feel like I have to fall back in the host role. Hmm. You see what you're doing? Like we're having a conversation that I'm afraid to hit outro on because I'm I don't want it to stop. And you keep and you want to make it a show again. We can do that. But I was trying to do that when I said, "Tell me you're going to have fun." I was trying to segue out of the serious talk. We can't yeah. do both at the same time, babe. I don't know how to do that. It's a mind fuck. 
I haven't known how to act since the 30 minute mark. We can't have a show and a conversation at the same time. If I'm, if I'm running the show, I can't, I got to run the show. Women are good. I'm at talking to you though. Huh? Women are good at multitasking. Dude, I can't do that though. I can read and talk at the same time. That blows Joan away, but I can't have this, which is uh -huh. a real conversation and a show at the same time. I don't know how to separate the two. So every time you, and I nothing against that, what you said earlier about Kaylin's comment, it threw me for a loop because I'm like, I don't know. It's like two different worlds, I guess. And I don't that's know like, if that makes like, sense. Um, that's like that. Um, like when she's really mad at you when the phone call comes and she's really happy. I don't Women know have that ability. About. Oh yeah. 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 Women okay. have that ability to switch right. in between two things, but it caught my attention. And then this thing popped in my I head. I don't want you to gloss said, over what I'm saying right now. And getting that because you get a comfortable. I hear you go back into show mode. You know, I'm a performer. I'm listening to everything. I hear you go back into show mode. We have to end serious mode first, too. You have to let me transition. You can't okay. just transition. You have to let me transition. Okay. Let me end it. Okay. I don't know how to act if you don't do it that way. Okay. You want to take over like it's your show and guide the audience back into a discussion. You didn't end this one. You didn't let me feel okay. Like, I don't feel like we're done. I tried to apologize a minute ago and tell you we have to end the serious discussion. I think I want to get to fun at least for five minutes before I hit outro. Okay. I do. That's my goal. But we have to end the serious one first because my nightmare scenario in my mind is if I hit outro, we don't finish this. So every right. time you go back to being happy and want to talk to them, I'm like, no, we can't be done right now. Because what if we don't finish this? Now, I can't see the clock. I don't know what time it is. But I know you got a shit ton to do tonight. So right. I don't want you to go right into doing all that and we don't talk. Okay. After everything that's been said. Right. So I was trying to end it. And I don't know where to end it now because I already apologized and said that I wanted you to have a good Christmas. I'm going to have an awesome Christmas. I'm pretty yeah. sure I will. I think you will too. I'm so confused right now. I don't know what to do, babe. You want to go play with them, don't you? I'll go play with them. I play with them every day. I know how to do it. But you got to talk to me after this. Okay. Okay. Let's play. What do you okay. want to say about what do you want to say about gifts? Gifts. What was your most favorite gift you guys a child? Favorite gift. My favorite gift you want me to start? To get the yeah. conversation going so they can have time gift? to talk. What was my favorite gift as a child? Yeah, you remember as a child. Oh, that's going to take me a second. It's a shirt that I never wore. <clears throat> I never wore it because it was ugly. <laughs> I told my mom that what I wanted to talk. Listen, uh, listen let me tell the story. Yeah, it was my favorite gift ever. I, I just thought about it, and I'm going to tell you about my favorite gift. My mom got it for me. My mom... Went all out for Christmas every year. And that was her big thing. That's why it was so important to me when you said, remember a long time ago, you had made this whole thing about how you were going to fail your children. And you went to give them a Christmas. Ever since then, that has been my goal to make sure you did. So now right. we're going to be able to do it and you're going to enjoy it. That's very important to me that you do because right. you wanted it so badly. It was very important to my mother Christmas. But my dad would judge our gifts when we got home. And he would lay them all out. And she knew he did that because I told my mom that he did it. I told my mom everything. I was honest with her. 
She didn't tell me everything, by the way. She didn't tell me anything bad ever about my dad. My dad shit on my mom all the time. But he would have us lay our shit out when we got home, all our presents. And he would judge what she had gotten us. And she knew he did that. Anyways, I had asked for something. And I should have known better because I knew my mom was poor. But dad would never get me name brand stuff. And and all the kids at school would make fun of you if you didn't have name brand stuff. And I, I went to a high school that was more upper class. And I was bust in, you know, a poor kid going there. And it was it was awful. And I asked mom for a Tommy Hilfiger shirt. And she got me the fanciest fucking one that Dillard's had. And I mean, this shirt, I swear, I went to that Dillard's and looked at the price on it because it was so gaudy, this shirt. I mean, I had a flag on, you remember Tommy Hilfiger, but it was one yeah. of the, the top, like $190 button-ups. And this was like in the 80s or whenever. I was in high school, whenever that would have been. I graduated in 94. So she bought me that, but it had like a super over the top, but it was a very expensive button-up shirt. It was Tommy Hilfiger. And it screamed Tommy Hilfiger. I wanted like a pullover with the logo. This was very nice, but I, you have to be Puff Daddy to wear this shirt. You know what I mean? Like it's over the top. This is the designer one. This is the fancy one no one buys. It's on the mannequin. Everybody looks at it and then buys the t-shirt. I wanted something that said Tommy Hilfiger and mom went crazy with it. And I never wore that shirt. Because it would have been ridiculous looking with the rest of the clothes I had. And it would have matched if I was P. Diddy. And, but I never did wear it. But it meant the world to me that mom went and got the fanciest fucking Tommy Hilfiger shirt she could find. Hmm. My gosh. That's my favorite bread. gift. Huh. Callan said shiny brights. <clears throat> favorite. What's Lolly's a shiny bright? What is that? What is shiny that. brights? I don't know what it is. I know what light brights were, but I don't know light what shiny bright. I don't know what that is. I don't know what Maybe shiny it's some kind of toy or something. I'll have to look, that look up. it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lolly said Holly Hobbies dolls. Yep. Joan said my favorite gift was a red metal toy sewing machine that really worked and I cherished it. My daughter found it a few years ago and sold it without. Oh my God. I would be so heartbroken, Joan, like for real. Oh my gosh, especially a metal toy sewing machine that worked and your daughter found it and sold it without your permission. That's heartbreaking. It really is. That is very sad. Baby tender love. I'm looking for more presents. Anybody else got favorite gifts that you've gotten? Yeah, what was yours? Love. Did you say yours? My favorite gift was a nightgown my mama made for me. Because back then, um, there are six kids of us, six children, and me and my mom and dad. So it was eight of us. And back then, it was on hard times. You know, my dad was a farmer, and my mama didn't work. And uh, so it was a really rough time. So my mama made a lot of her own dresses. But this was that really silky-like material back in the day that you would make. I don't know, maybe a, I don't know, nice blouse out of, but it looked like, um, I call it my coat of many colors and it's an emotional thing to me because it burns up in my, um, trailer. I've had a house fire and uh, all my kids pictures and everything went with it. Um, this one was, um, blue, purple, 
it had like three different colors and it was strips that my mama sold together and had you know your shoulder straps on it and when you twirled around the kitchen you know it'd flare out really huge and my mom made one for my cousin sonia and you were very uh, close with sonia too right your whole yeah. life right yes we were like sisters like very 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 close she was like my number one but um she's been gone three years but my mom made one identical for her so we are and that was the most memorable christmas as me and her twirling around in my mama's kitchen with our homemade nightgowns it was so precious and then we had matching blankets Back then, it was the same kind of silky material. Um, it felt like silk, but it wasn't silk. But it was the old Raggedy Ann and Andy material. She had a green one, and I had a red one. You know, their hats were green, you know, and their hats were red. You know, and that was another thing. And it always had that baby smell on it, no matter how long you had it up in the closet or in the cedar chest. You still had that baby smell. And that was another one that, um, of course, my memories got burnt up. But that was the most memorable things is the things that was made for me. Um, material. Anybody else say any other ones? No. Easy Bake Oven. Easy Bake Oven was hot. I had uh, a big rubber Hulk. He was like huge though. He was like this big. You uh -huh. can't see that, but like that big. And uh, big guy. He was cool as shit. I took him everywhere with me. And then I had a Snoopy that was like life size. I carried all around all the time. I liked him a lot. So your stepmom tore his tongue out. My stepmom cut his tongue out. I carried Snoopy everywhere with me, and she was mad at me, and she cut Snoopy's tongue out. Snoopy's <coughs> tongue stuck out of the front of his mouth until she cut it out. She was a bitch, but... She was awful. She'd make me write sentences. Like 500 sentences, I will not leave the toilet seat up. Joan, you are right. They are the best dresses flaring out when you twirl around. Yeah. Those there, I would... Oh. Give anything for that homemade gown or that homemade blanket again. You know? They just mean so much. So I call that my coat of many colors that was destroyed. But because back then, you know, mama didn't have a lot. So she just had strips of material left. And she made that for me. It was very precious to me. Joan said her light bright was her second favorite. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love my light bright. You may remember that Hulk that you got to stretch. I remember Stretch Armstrong. Armstrong, Armstrong. What stretch Armstrong. Hulk do? Man, you can stretch Armstrong forever and he ain't breaking. You two <laughs> buddies could grab Stretch's arms and run run opposite directions. Stretch Do you remember when it. the cabbage patches came out? Like I had a cabbage. My dad lost his shit because my mom bought me a cabbage patch. But you know, his son had off. a doll. He lost his shit over that. I love that doll. My cabbage patch was fucking awesome. I wasn't allowed to take it to dad's house, but yeah, I had yeah, a cabbage yeah. patch. So what? It didn't do my anything to me. My cabbage patch smelled like it was a baby, baby one. It wasn't one that had hair or nothing like that. And it was a powder fresh. Mine was bald. Cabbage patch. Mine was bald. Yeah, mine was a baby, and it was a like, smelled like powder. But dude, and I had hair. like four outfits. No matter what you did to it, it always smelled like powder. I changed his clothes even. 
shrinky dinks. Them are amazing. No. I love those shrinky dinks. You can't have your fucking cabbage patch wearing the same outfit every day. Right. And I think they have damn, birth certificates, dude. The they came with a birth certificate. Yeah. That's you my always, kid. <laughs> you always lose a damn I shoe. Named it. <laughs> but you remember the knockoffs they had that had yeah, a different nose? Uh, my grandma made me a Care Bear once. I like a oh pillow God, Care Bear. Yeah, she made it. I had Heffalump. I remember that one. That was dude, awesome. It was Luck Bear. And then I had a um an Ewok. But this Ewok was um yellow haired and it had a blue cape on it but it would still do the same thing you know that sound is and his little eyes would light up it's kind of scary sometimes they go off in the closet and woof, at nighttime see his eyes glowing freak me out I think I made Kaylin uncomfortable when I was trying to take control of the show well you need to stop it boss <laughs> man Hey, look, I wasn't trying to be a boss. I was telling you, you're doing two things at the same time and you're mind fucking me. I wasn't trying to be bossy. You were breaking my head. <laughs> I do that, though. This is No, listen, <laughs> you were bringing is... two worlds together. You were triggering my cognitive dissonance. Yeah, but this is prepping with babos, right? I know, but I didn't mean for it to be bossy. This is your segment. Yeah, exactly. You can do whatever you want with it. Just hold on to, hold on for the ride, babel. You're going to get real like that all the time. We may have to change the name, but you can do whatever you want. <laughs> It's still prepping. It's prepping with your mentality and all that. I'll prep with whatever I want. It ain't right. got to be exactly. just prepping for the end of the world. Ooh, we're in the shit. You never know what you mean. This is prepping. I get you. Prepping. You can prep candy. You can prep canned goods. You can prep whatever you want. Prepping pies. You know. You ain't going to be mad I'm smoking this boy in the bedroom, are you? As long as you got the window open. The wind's cracked. Mm. It's open. It's open that much. That shit stinks. So Y'all see this? This is weed in the house. And this is not the first time. I didn't know. I knew I wasn't going to get in trouble when I lit it. She's been letting me smoke in here. What's going on with that? Well, because you complain that we don't spend time together. So usually when you get done, you're always upstairs smoking. Or you're always you're always leaving to go smoke upstairs. And you're up I know. There I have to. You make me. 30 or 40 minutes, right? Yeah. It takes he a long time to smoke this. Like, mind you, he smokes a fucking lot hey, of weed. I smoke it slow. A lot of weed. I smoke two grams a day. That's a lot of weed. I weigh it all out. I, what? I get 3.7 joints a day. That's not that much. <laughs> He's got that shit down to his Listen, science. it's not that much. A half ounce lasts me 14 days. Every time. You know it does. I weigh everything. Right. Yeah, and a gram of wax lasts me 14 days. That's not a shit ton of weed, by the way. I don't think. Not if I'm medicating myself with it. Not if I'm replacing three different prescription pills. Right, right. But I'm still you think excited. I smoke too much weed? Well, I don't smoke, so everything seems like a lot of weed to me. It seems like a lot to you, though? I don't think that's a lot. That's me. Two grams. That's not a lot to me. Maybe it is, though. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I'm a big guy. I'm not as big as I used to be, but... Oh, please. You ain't nothing but... You ain't no bigger than a fucking minute. I'm pretty big still. You stick your tongue out and turn sideways. I still got titties, little titties. I do. No, you don't. Yes, that's I just, do. That's I'll just skin. Y'all, that's just skin. I'll show them to like, you later. Like, if you look, like, when he's got his pants on, you know, he's lost so much weight. His skin is the only thing that's right, you know, that's puckering over his pants because he has to tighten his belt so much because he's lost so much weight. Mind you, he's probably lost about 70 freaking pounds. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened, but it's ridiculous. 
Okay. I am like that song from, you know, Madagascar. I like them big. I like them juicy. You know what I'm saying? I like them thick. And he's just down to where he stick his tongue out and turn sideways. Looks like a fucking zipper. And so I'm just like, I don't know what to do now. I want I don't I want to force that feed him. Not, I want to force what feed him. What are you talking lard. about? That's crazy wanna, what you're saying. I want to force feed him lard at this point. My you know, face used to be rounder, but I'm not thin. If anybody goes to Sean Yankee on YouTube, at don't tell first, him to do that because that first show is fucking embarrassing to me. Why are you embarrassed? Because I didn't intend to air it. You un, you know what happened there. Like I, I was know. just playing with the idea, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'll put it on YouTube." Because I didn't care then, but now I I I feel like I've gotten good at this, and I'm like, that's kind of embarrassing. Because I was even pretending that I was on uh, like a Serious 101, which was Howard's yeah. channel. Yeah, like doing a show. Me and it you was were a pretending, and I, I put it up. Pretend so like, guests, and but you I've know, never taken anything down, so it's still up there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's even if you go back to like episode 100 or episode 80 or whatever, look at those pictures and then look at the one from tonight. I mean, come on, looks like he had, looks really like he had fucking like a gastric bypass or something, you know. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm sexier now, though. But, you, you know, no. I'm just playing. I, I know I was sexier when I was a lot bigger. I want to get big for you, Babels. You're still sexy, Babels. But it was, it was what if I, like, now. I'll eat something, like, real slow for you? Maybe that'll be sexy. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'll just eat, like, a whole pie. And you'll be like, fuck, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. I'll just start Thank doing you. that. Just, like, pull a pie up and just... No, you just You'd be like, get- damn, eat that pie. There's girls that do that on YouTube, make a living of it. Yeah, you know what? That would be fucking awesome to do. Like, just set your plate in front of them, let them know what you're gonna have the next night. Because a lot of men are lonely. Listen up, girls or guys. You know, this is truly, and it's a private dinner date, and they have to pay you for this. Okay, and hey, you, you just yes, you get paid <coughs> for this, like for real, reals. And you tell them what you're going to be making. And they like making the same thing. And you put this computer in front of you or whatever, your device, and it's sitting right on your table. So it looks like you're looking at from the other side of the table. So when you're seeing him, he's seeing you. And it looks like you guys are at the same table and you're eating the same thing. And you're talking like a real conversation, like you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. That is their fantasy because they're so lonely. But you do get good money in that. Like, it doesn't get nasty or nothing like that. It's just dinner. Like, it's crazy. It is. I've never done it, but it's crazy money. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who got some fetishes, you know, or just lonely. Like, you got those feet fetishes, or you got, you know, all, all Isn't kinds that of- fucking sad that somebody was so lonely that they would pay somebody to have dinner with them? Yeah. That's and they don't have to, to go out of their house, you know? And that's really, it's... I know, but that's I mean, really sad. Really, in, in all reality, you are having a date. Because you're sitting at this, looks like the same table. You're having the same food. And you're looking at him and he's looking at you. And you guys are talking and having a real conversation. Like, real conversation. It ain't nothing fake. You know? And then you end it after an hour. You get an hour. And that's it. Unless they want to pay for more than one hour. But usually it's only like an hour. It's crazy. Make crazy money. Y'all listen up. Listen up. You want to make some mad money. Dinner dates online. 
I think I found my next gig. Makes cheddar. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> Everybody likes cheddar. <laughs> All right, babies. Well, this was awesome. As afraid I am to do it, I'm going to end this and try to continue this conversation. Right. All right. Okay. And in two weeks, you'll be back, right? You're not yes. going to get mad and not come back. No. We won't learn how to prep if you don't. This is this is my show. You got to teach us how to prep. This is this one's mine. You hear right, me? Right, I know. Yeah. Well, well maybe we name, name it something different. We'll, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll do something different with it. But yeah, you get this. This is All your right. Friday. No one's taking that. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing it with me again. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't even remember how many episodes we even did. Like, it was a lot. I don't remember either. I was going to do that. I was going to make a clip thing. I was going to go cut a few. Like, take not cut them. They'd still be up. Just download them so I could edit them. Yeah. And make a thing for you. By enough time. I may still do it. Maybe for another one of these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, because if you go back and you're just, you know, we're faking like we're on a live show. We're faking like we got guests. Yeah, we are. But we're pretending at first. Exactly where he went from then, you know, just pretending we're on a show, you know, just bullshitting around on the camera to where he is now. It's unfucking believable. The appearance wise, the stage wise, I mean, the you know professionalism is in it and everything like that he's grown a lot doing this you know so very proud thank you i'm very thankful that you would do this and i am going to get to ending the show so i can get back to making sure you have a good christmas exactly so thank you and uh thank you everybody that was watching tonight and you guys have a you guys. super duper christmas be safe have fun. Love everybody. Get your hugs and kisses in, you know, because you never know if tomorrow is promised. So make sure you get everybody knows that you love them and, you know, pray and pray for everybody that's there. You know, even if you're not a Christian, whatever, you need still need to pray. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all have a great Christmas. I'll see Merry you Christmas. Night. night night, guys. Thank you.